Here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. That's a fact, Jack. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips file. This one for Thursday. That's Thursday, March 1st. Wow. The year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be this Thursday afternoon. News and current events will do that. We'll talk about your life. Of course, feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. So, Take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. That's Real Mobile 77031. We may use it on the air. You don't want it on the air? Well, then don't text us. On the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, we sir. always work off that. Jack is with us. Mr. Pinkman is here as well. Thursdays, what are we doing today? Right after the news with Mo. That bonus round of closest to the pin, your opportunity to have good fortune for the rest of your life if you win that You Matter business card. We've got Jack's audio file today. We'll talk with Pat Clark from Channel 2, talk some sports. Got the regular round of closest to the pin. Spend a couple of minutes with Jim Colbert. Jim Colbert's show on Friday between 3 and 7. And we've got So You Want a Widow with Eddie the Shaman coming in. And then we'll close it up with Eddie getting her chief loan. So there you go. A couple of things on my schedule. Please stay on my list. There's a great article in the uh, latest issue of The New Yorker. I think you can get it online, but it's a profile of Marion Hammer. Marion Hammer is the chief lobbyist for the National Rifle Association in Florida. And if you don't get pissed off after reading that article, especially if you're one who thinks we ought to have uh, a modicum of better gun controls in the state of Florida. Yeah. She essentially writes legislation, Florida legislation, and then hands it over to the lawmakers and they approve it. Whatever she says goes? Essentially, yes. Mm -hmm. She actually meets, according to this article, with the, they call, I believe they call them the chiefs. The chiefs are the legislative bureaucrats who, uh, you know, act as a go-between, I suppose, between lobbyists and then the lawmakers. And she essentially, whatever she wants in Florida, has been the the Petri dish Mm. for the relaxation of gun laws for the nation. Uh, it was Marion Hammer who um, came up with the revised Stand Your Ground law. 
No other state in the nation had a revised stand-your-ground law or loosened stand-your-ground law like Florida. She essentially wrote that, handed over to the legislature. They're so afraid of her. Not because the NRA pumps money into their campaigns. The NRA will say, you're going to do what we tell you to do, or we're going to get somebody to primary you, meaning we're going to get somebody to run against you in a primary. Now, primaries can be won with very few votes. So if you want to get a reelected sport, the message is, essentially, if you want our support and get reelected, you better do our bidding. You better do what we tell you to do. Mm. And uh, case in point is Scott Playcon out of Seminole County. Ugh. Scott Playcon is one of these uh, lick spittle bootlicks for the NRA that serves in the state house. And uh, for those of you, you know there are links. If you want to start going up against the NRA, first you're gonna ha- you're gonna have to do something about Marion Hammer. And if you want to do something about Marion Hammer, then you got to do about somebody about these people that do her bidding. It was Scott Playcon, the uh, lick spittle bootlick for the NRA in the State House. This chucklehead. He's the one that uh, did her bidding when it came to the Docks and Glocks bill. Remember yes, that I one? I do remember that. Now there are other states, by the way. That have taken up that same legislation. She's uh, Marion Hammer used to be. She was. She's been a lobbyist for the NRA in Florida for years. Used to be called United Sportsmen of Florida. May still be, but it is essentially the lobbying arm of the NRA. Mm. She was the president of the NRA at one time for four years, I believe. First female and only female president of the National Rifle Association. She's the chief lobbyist, and uh, she's the one. Who wanted to experiment? She's the one that wanted this Docks and Glocks bill. What is the Docks and Glocks bill? It was a law passed by the state legislature and then signed into law, I believe, by uh, Governor Scott, that essentially outlawed, prohibited doctors, pediatricians, psychiatrists, whatever they might be, from talking about guns, gun safety, whatever, with their patients. They could have been fined hundreds of thousands of dollars and thrown into jail. And we said at the time this will be ruled unconstitutional, which it was. The state of Florida spent literally hundreds of thousands of dollars defending what was blatantly an unconstitutional law. Where'd that money come from? What money? The hundreds of thousand dollars they it was had. Taxpayer to money. Oh, our money. It was taxpayer money that we used to defend this in federal court. It was eventually ruled unconstitutional. But not before Marion Hammer and the National Rifle Association got other state legislatures to follow the lead of the state of Florida and do the same thing. You know, the revised stand your ground law, yeah. the uh, the let's uh, move. And, she, and she essentially says it doesn't matter whether we lose because we're going to bring it back and lose maybe and bring it back and bring it back and bring it back until we win, until we get what we want so if you want to fight the national rifle association have to you have to connect the dots and uh one particular dot is the scott Playcon out of uh, out of seminole county Ugh, he's he is guy. a uh he, he is a uh, he is an nra brown noser ass kisser of the first degree and uh you know this is one of the ways you got you this is part of the game you have to play if you want you know simply by going to your lawmakers and saying they're not going to do anything You have to apply the political pressure at the local level. So anyway, it's the latest issue of The New Yorker. I can't remember the name of the article per se, but it's essentially the lead story in the in the New Yorker. You might be able to find it online, but you will be pissed (laughs) after you after you after you read about the shenanigans that goes on 
between the NRA and Marion Hammer and the state legislature, you're going to be pissed off. Let's see what else do we have. See the uh, you see the uh, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. At a an address before the Politburo or something today, and he showed a video. They claiming they got this this great missile that can go anywhere, and the United it's States doesn't stand a chance. And in the video, they yeah. showed the warheads from the nuclear missile coming down on Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Any specific part oh, of Florida? Man. It doesn't matter. Oh, I thought it was Because they more... got enough of these nuclear warheads flying down towards Florida. Florida has essentially wiped off the map. Oh, I thought they showed it aimed at Mar-a-Lago. No, they're just oh. coming down. They're just, uh, you know, there must be, I don't know, five, ten, a dozen of them, and they're just coming down. They come right here, huh? Yeah, they're just, yeah, they're from, yeah, they're just. Look out below. Yeah. So maybe we have that video. Put it on our website in case you haven't seen that. I think it's too scary for people. I'm putting it in. That's yeah, put too it in reality. scary. Quarterback Jim Kelly, the former quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, his cancer has returned. He has jaw oh, cancer. Goodness, that's sad. And um, he has, at this particular point in time, they had to remove, not now, but before when it first popped up, they had to remove part of his upper jaw. Uh-huh. And uh, Jim Kelly at age 58. Now, I don't know whether he uh, used... Uh, you know, smokeless tobacco or chewing tobacco or any of that Dip kind of stuff. Whatever, it's called, yeah. whatever it is. Mm. And uh, he's 58 years old. Mm. His cancer's returned. He has he cannot produce any saliva. Oh, and he has no taste. Oh. Mm. He's no taste. He has no taste and doesn't produce saliva. So how does he chew and eat? And... Oh, I don't know, Mo. I have no idea. Because that's part of, you know, the saliva is what breaks down the food that you I, eat so that it gets through your I, I I don't have a clue. But anyway, yeah. that's the, uh, you know. That's sad. I mean, I always thought. Not for Micah. Party yeah, hardy. That's right. If you're to lose any um, of your five senses, people think, oh, taste. All right. So I won't, maybe I won't smell anymore. Or maybe I won't taste. How bad can that be? You know, but I I think that would be just horrible not think, to be able well, to taste anything. I think losing any of the senses would well, be horrible. Well, of course. But, you know, people are reliant, of course, on their sight and on their hearing. And, and I don't these... think I'd like to lose my sight. I, I mm-hmm. don't. No. I know mm-hmm. people manage. Of course, and uh, so you know, you know, you lose your sense of hearing, you lose your sense of feel, touch, touch. See, yeah. touch is a tough one. That's a dangerous one. Hot water, flames, yeah, the, sure, things, right. Yeah, I mean those those Ooh. sensations are there but, to protect you. But taste, I thought, oh well, you know, maybe I'll lose some weight. I won't taste. It'll right. be fine. One thing before no. we uh, move on, I'll bring to your attention. We're going to try to get into this a little bit. I don't know if we'll be able to do it today, but maybe Monday. And this was brought to my attention earlier this week, brought to Jack's attention earlier this week. It's about a shooting that took place in Windermere. And there's some questions being asked about uh, the shooting. And I don't know if anybody has any answers yet. The friends of the victim have contacted us. They may have contacted the television stations as well, the news stations, Mm. to talk about the shooting death of uh, Julian Omar Colon, 24-year-old Orlando man who was shot and killed last Saturday at the home of a wealthy businessman near Windermere, and there's some some things that are coming to our attention that need to be addressed. Number one, uh, there's a claim that the owner of this house where the shooting took place is out of the country now, and that his son, who may have may have a long record of uh, felony crimes, uh, may very well have been part of or involved in this shooting, may very well have been on probation. There's a question about why there was a gun, who shot who, shot who, was it an accident, 
Was yeah. it, uh, uh, you know, a premeditated shoot? Who knows what it is, but there is a fear, and there's not a lot of information coming forth from the sheriff's department. As a matter of fact, at one time, I think maybe nobody knew who was in charge of the investigation, whether it was OPD or SO. Mm-hmm. And now there's a question being uh, being set forth by friends of the shooting victim who say they think there's a very good chance that the person that who may have been responsible for the shooting and may be ready to flee the country and join his father overseas. So uh, let's get on the ball with that, whether it's SO or OPD, and let's get this, this thing straightened out. Because, in fact, if we find out the shooting victim, who died, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, the medical examiner retrieved the body from the funeral home. There's a question at the shooting, at the home of the shooting, that the attorney representing the businessman may have gotten there before the before law enforcement. What the hell is that all about? So just came to our attention. There are questions to be asked. We'll try to follow up with this as best we can. I have limited resources. I don't know if we can get in it, into it today, but possibly by Monday. But I would think somewhere along the line, somebody would say, wait a minute, are you on probation? You're in a house where there was an, a shooting that resulted in a death. Uh, are you allowed to put a hold on their passport so they can't leave? I would think so if they're on probation. Uh, yeah. You know, if, this, no, if somebody right. is, if somebody involved in a shooting death is allowed to leave this country and gets out of this country without SO or OPD, whoever is in charge of this damn thing, you are going to be in a bucket load of bad news. I'm telling you right now. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that Time for the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the trial has begun for Noor Salman. She is the widow of the Pulse shooter. Mm. Uh, Her trial continued this afternoon. The judge asked jurors their thoughts on a lot of things like guns, like terrorism. They're hoping to find a panel that will fit this case, but I imagine it's going to be quite difficult. Um, they have, they have questioned several, you know, they will ultimately interview dozens of people trying to get 12. The other, one of them right away said they were anti-gun. They got booted out right off the bat. Don't like shooting. Don't like guns. They're gone. Uh, other jurors said two can stay in the pool. One was a guy who said he couldn't afford to be away from his job and this and that and the other thing. It turns out though, that one of them. It was sort of anti-Muslim. That person had to be thrown out. It turns out here that they first they have to see the jury before they can even start the trial. This may be many weeks, but Noor Salman's trial has begun. Potential jurors are being quizzed about a variety of topics. By a two-to-one margin... This trial, at least. Mm, this is going to be a mess, yeah. State uh, the bet. Dollar, it's a mistrial or, or acquittal. Well, pick one. What do you mean, or? You gotta pick She's one. not going to be found guilty. Anybody taken? Mm, I think her defense team will will argue that she was a physically abused woman 
who was afraid to do anything, that she had um, maybe some problems with uh, mental instability, was taken advantage of, mm. was afraid to say anything because she was afraid that her husband would abuse her, if not kill her. I just think that's going to be the defense, and I think it will work. I'll take your bet. Okay. All right, so Noor. I think they will argue that she was pressured into making a confession. There's no video or audio of the of the confession that I'm aware of. I think I think that will be the argument. So restating the bet, Noor Salman will not be found guilty. She will not be found guilty. It will end either a mistrial or acquittal. And it's it's one dollar, huh? and it's J.V. Pinkman. Mm-hmm. JVP there. Nah. Okay, very good. And I will fully admit, I don't know. It's either an acquittal or a what or a mistrial. I haven't right? heard the evidence one way or the other. Yeah. Um, and towards the as the trial go on goes on, uh, you know, I might certainly try to change my mind, but I'll stick with the bet right now from what I know. From a two by a two to one margin, Jim Floridians back a nationwide ban on assault weapons. A Quinnipiac University survey taken since the mm-hmm. Broward County school massacre found support for gun control measures, crosses party lines, crosses gender lines, crosses racial lines. As for arming teachers, a full 56% oppose that idea. They say that's idiotic, while 40% say arm those geography teachers. It's a little closer when Floridians with children in public schools are asked if arming teachers is a good idea. Worked well in Georgia yesterday. What happened there? I don't know. One of the one of the teachers got upset about something, locked the door, and fired a bullet through the ceiling. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's arm those teachers. Mm-mm. A hearing for the accused shooter down in Fort Lauderdale that was scheduled for today did not happen. It was asked last week. The public defender said, hold on a minute. We're trying to find out if this guy is indigent. Can he pay for his own legal representation or is he get supposedly he was getting an inheritance. If he got an inheritance, he could afford to pay for his own legal counsel. But it turns out that they postponed this whole thing. Mm. Uh, they're trying to figure out whether he's indigent and whether he can provide his own uh, lawyer. A new report does say that Broward County Sheriff's deputies were initially ordered to just stage outside the school and not enter and, and engage the shooting suspect. Uh, down at the uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Yeah, we've all jumped into the, well, they should have done this and sh- should have done that. The, the underlying right. question that has not been answered, did they follow protocol? You know, should a law were... enforcement agency say, hey, this is what they tell us to do, and we did it. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, a but we'll find out. A new report from Fox this yeah. time, uh, and from the Broward County Sheriff's Office, says that a commanding officer on the scene ordered some of the initial responders to stage and to set up a perimeter mm. outside the high school. They did just that. The Broward County Sheriff's Office has not mm, given their side as far as this Fox report. Some state lawmakers have called for the suspension of the sheriff down there, but the governor says he'll wait and see the FDLE report and what that brings. But it's been now it's been, what, two weeks and a day mm-hmm. since the massacre down there, and Senator Bill Nelson is calling out his colleagues for doing nothing about gun control on the Senate floor yesterday, the Florida Democrats said an event like the Stoneman Douglas mass shooting um, shouldn't happen, whether it's the, the school or Pulse or any. And he lists all these things, an airport, a church, a, an outdoor concert, et cetera, et cetera. So he's now slamming his yeah. fellow Congress people. Keep and saying the underlying predicate for all of this uh, gun violence, it's guns. It's the Phillips File. More news with Mo upcoming. Birthdays as well. The food of the day. All upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. 
that uh, latest edition of The New Yorker and read that profile of Marion Hammer, who represents the NRA in the state of Florida, and you will find out quickly uh, what you're up against when it comes to uh, trying to cut down on gun violence in the Sunshine State. Back to the news. Here's Mo. Jim, today we flip the page. It is March 1st, 2018. Mm-hmm. Today is, as we heard yesterday, a little hint of what was to come. It's Peanut Butter Lover's Day, but it's also Fruit Compote Day. Not interested. Mm-mm. Okay, well, I know we, we won't be together for the next three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I, uh, I like to give you a little bit of a tip. Tomorrow, Banana Cream Pie Day. It's okay. And a pinch. And uh, a pinch. Uh, no. Uh, Saturday yeah, is go? Cold Cuts Day. I like cold cuts. You know, a sandwich. Get an Italian sub. An Italian, you know, yeah. some kind of salam, bologna. Yeah. You get bologna. Gabagool. I yeah. like bologna. I like salam. You do. Gabagool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ham. Mm-hmm. You like a ham How sandwich? Isn't that a cold cut? Can be, yeah. yeah. You know, if you get turkey. it in the deli, right? Gabagool. Oh, turkey, of course. It's so that's cuts. Saturday, Gabagool. which is the day of the first Orlando Wolf. City soccer game. Tailgating maybe cold cut day. Liverwurst. Nah, that's not a cold cut. Liverwurst isn't? No. Yeah. How is Gabagool. it not? Why wouldn't liverwurst it's be cold? It's cold and they cut it. It's a schmear. It's a schmeary thing, isn't it? It's, no, that's not that's sliced. Oh, it's sliced. It's like what's you, bologna? Bologna is a, oh, bologna yeah. is right. But I think liverwurst. Yeah, it's not a slice of meat like roast beef or no, turkey. No, roast beef for sure. Yeah, yeah bologna is you know in a, bologna salam in a, into a case go, and then they cool it down where you can slice it. Ah, I like bologna. Blech. Yeah, no. that's a good time. Mm-mm, don't care for bologna. Yellow a mustard. German bologna, you know, Mm-mm. thin on on rye or pumpernickel. Ah, oh, pumpernickel's a good time, it's too. good stuff. Yeah. Okay. And Gavagool. if you don't like... <laughs> I do like Gavagool. Thank you, Dr. Melfi. Uh, I don't. Uh, on, and on Sunday, uh, it's also a day that everybody loves, and it's Pound Cake Day. Ooh. See? Yeah, you can really... You gotta have a good time of really, Pound Cake. Yeah. Think right? about pounds. Pound cake, oh, you can eat it as is. You can toast it, and with ice cream, is a, that's a good time too. Strawberries, mm-hmm. whipped cream, mm-hmm. you name it. Yeah, put berries on it. Action Jackson, ready that's whip a... or something. Oh, yeah. Ice cream, you're right, yeah. Jack. That's a good time. Mm-hmm. That's Sunday. You can do a lot with a pound cake. It's pound I'm still cake. scarred though. It's Sarah Lee though. You got to get the Sarah Lee, right? Sarah Lee's pretty. Yeah, good. We used to have that. It was yeah. dessert. My when I was a kid, oh. my sister asked me for the knife. I, I butter knife and handed it to her. Yeah. The wrong way. Ow. She didn't let me have any. Of that Sarah Lee pound cake, oh, I have never forgotten. That's so nice. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. This is about 35 years ago. And thanks <laughs> a lot, uh, President Trump, for opening your yap and talking about what tariffs on oh. steel and aluminum. The market went into the tank today. It did. Over 600 points Stop at one particular it. point in time. It's uh, dropped down to high threes, maybe into the fours now. Minus 400. Just by saying, well, Ice. yeah, we're going to impose some tariffs on steel and aluminum, and we'll show uh, the Chinese. Uh-huh. And the market went, it went. You know, he doesn't have anything to worry about. That toilet. Jim, union employees here. money from those crooks in Russia anyway. Jim, union employees at Walt Disney World here are protesting today. Members of Unite Here Local 362 say Disney won't give them a bonus until they reach a contract agreement. Remember, they made yeah. a big show. Everybody yeah. gets a bonus of $1,000. But now they say, but you have to sign here. Sign here. Meanwhile, the union says 80,000 Disney cast members are getting the first $250 of their $1,000 bonus the company announced after the tax cut was passed. Disney issued a statement that said wages and bonuses are part of the negotiating process. That was down 440. It was down uh, close to 600 points earlier today. The Atlanta Braves will make Walt Disney World their spring training home for another year. They were scheduled to start playing in a new stadium down in Northport, 
which is in Sarasota County, next spring. But the team says they need more time to complete the new place. So the Braves extended their contract with Disney, ESPN's Wide World of Sports Complex, through spring of 2019, next year's final home cool. game will be finally played. Like the very last game of next year's cool. spring training will be down in Sarasota. Go watch Chipper Jones bat. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, no more. I think he I think just, he's retired. He, ju- he just hung it up, Jim. Yeah, just yeah. hung up his cleats. What, about 15 years ago? Yeah, yeah. maybe. I'm not sure. Is he, is he alive? Yes, Chipper he's Jones? alive. Yes, he's alive. Is he? All right, well, good. Didn't he just get uh, inducted Surprise. into the Hall of Fame? Yes. Oh. The Rock and Roll Hall points, of Fame. Jim. Rock and Roll? Oh. Yes. The yeah. magic, though... They're uh, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, too. Oh, no. They're in the Basement Hall of Fame. They are now in last place officially in the NBA's Eastern Conference. They are tied with Sacramento for the worst record in the entire NBA. Oh, no place but to go but up. Well, that's true. Good optimism there. I like it. Orlando is, the record is embarrassingly horrible. It's 18 wins, 43 losses. That was down 456. Stop now. it. Okay, we're good there. We're good. We're 20, good. 21, 22 I'm gonna, minutes. Okay, I'm going to vomit. Okay, stop. Catherine, more cat food. Uh huh. Yeah, get the crunchy <laughs> stuff because that goes uh, goes a lot longer. Yeah, it does. I know. I got better a bang big, for your buck. I got a big uh, container of it yesterday at Costco. Get a fifty pound sack. Set. I'm set. Seventeen endangered sea turtles are back in their natural environment at Canaveral National Seashore in Titusville. They were brought there yesterday by SeaWorld here in Orlando because most of the turtles uh, were rescued from some really cold water in New England late last year and flown here to Florida for treatment. But they got rehabbed, they got good care at SeaWorld Orlando, and then they were cleared to return to the ocean, and yesterday was um, Independence Day for them. They got to the beach, and poof, they're off. And there's some big weather system supposed yeah, to tomorrow. kick up in New England? Oh, tomorrow. it's a nor'easter. I think, it's more, yeah. I think they're calling it more than that now. It's a nor'easter. Nor'easter. Mm-hmm. A nor'easter. All right, get the pots in, you know, grab up the <laughs> grab pots. Grab up the Mary B, Jim. Batten down the wall, bigs. Yeah, oh, boy. Get the Mary B, get her yeah, all tied up. up there. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. A statue of a Confederate general, Beauregard T. Corn Pepper, would be swapped Snap with... Snap out of it! That's wrong one. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. There's a, sta- <laughs> There's a statue of a Confederate general that would be swapped with one that honors a civil rights pioneer under a bill approved by the Florida Senate in Tallahassee. Each state is represented by two statues at the National Statutory Hall in Washington. But Florida currently features the two statues that we have. One is a Confederate general, Kirby Smith. And John Gorey, considered the father of air conditioning and refrigeration. So I sort of get the one, but I don't know what the other. If the bill becomes law, they would replace General Kirby Smith with with Mary McLeod Bethune, the founder of Bethune-Cookman. So they would keep the refrigerator AC guy there. Yeah, but they would these, replace uh, the Confederate general with this guy. Guys from Central Florida the, wanted Walt Disney, a statue of Walt Disney. As one of the two Florida statues? Yeah. Nah. Not a Floridian. No, Mary Bethune Cookman is um, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas uh, yeah, or somebody. Uh-huh. Um, come on now. Yeah. Zora Neale Hurston. Thank Mary McLeod Bethune is is the one. Walt Disney. Florida could become the first state in the country. I'm so proud. We're the first in something. You know what we're the first in? We're gonna be the STDs. first. No. We're the f- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe that's yeah, Toronto. Florida. I don't know. Raw. Uh Florida could become the first state in the whole country to outlaw child marriage. We're first in concealed weapons permits. That's awesome. Thanks to Marion Hammer. Woohoo! She didn't help me get mine. I got it on my own. No. Jim, the state senate here in Tallahassee approved a bill championed by a Tampa lady named Sherry Johnson who was raped at nine, pregnant at ten, and forced to marry her rapist when she was eleven. 
So now Florida may become the first state in the country to outlaw child marriage. A Fort Lauderdale Republican says child rapists have been using this marriage loophole to avoid criminal charges, and it has to stop. Her bill passed the Senate unanimously. Now we'll see what happens with the House in, right. the, in Tallahassee. February. Oh, wait, this is not. No, no, no. Sorry. We're in March. Uh, let's see. We're moving along, shall we? This is all wrong. Okay. Oh, the 2008 February news there. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Some it went from 301 to 201, and I'm like, wait, it's not okay. Okay, the, the 2018 Florida Strawberry Festival starts today in Plant City, runs 11 days. That's a, again, it's it's a classic, Jim. It's in Lakeland or Lake, yeah, Plant City, really. In, <laughs> are you saying that Plant City is a Yahoo place? What are you saying? Oh, I mean. It's fun, though. In addition to the food and fun and all of the strawberries this that, that you get there every year, they have some fantastic gym musical acts. No, that is not. No, no, no. Guess who's going to be there? And these are big names. Okay, hold on to your hat. Reba McIntyre. Lover. Is playing. Stop it. <laughs> Brad Paisley. Another big name. Uh, Babyface, Vanilla Ice, Salt and Peppa, lots of different genres, right. but they're all playing at the. At the I had a thing for Reba once. Really? Like in Tremors. You want to talk about that? Well, no, it's uh, just you know. Okay. Mm. A pixie. Yeah. Attractive woman. She's yeah. She's got a distinct look to her. Definitely. She's got Pre- the woo. She's got the. She's got oh, an attitude. Totally. I like her. You know. I like her voice. Ever watched that show, Reba? I did. Of course, mm-hmm. I did. I, was I like, didn't watch that. I watch a lot of it. <laughs> President Trump plans to impose tariffs. And she had something done. I don't know whether she had something done to her cheeks mm. or like a permanent Joker smile or something. President yeah, Trump. I think she had a golf ball inserted. I don't know what. Like they, but I no, like her. They, I like they, that song we played a couple of weeks ago. They Yahoo. cut a golf ball in half and then they put it. Half that or a ping here. pong ball. Yeah, here, here. It might be a ping pong ball. They cut uh, in half and then they put in there. Kind of. It could be one of those um, pronounced cheekbones. Play-Doh eggs. Mm. Well, she's a big star. <laughs> Still. Mm, okay. She'll draw a crowd. President Trump plans to impose tariffs on imported steel and aluminum. Oh, God. Speaking at the White House today, the Trumpsters said, I vow to rebuild the steel and aluminum industries. The tariffs will be 10% on imported aluminum and 25% on imported steel. He argued the U.S. has been treated horribly by other countries. And he says it's all the fault of Obama. No, he says it's all the fault of bad free trade deals. Thanks, Obama. Which is also Obama. Uh, Yeah. Russia. The market immediately tanked. Wait, boom. Race to the bottom. Russia. Check your 401k. I can't. I just did. I'm going to vomit. You won't. You're just sick. starting to get back to maybe there, where you were yep. at the beginning of January. Hey. Because with the market uh, crash of uh, several weeks ago, yeah. on average, people lost back until the beginning of last November. That's the levels they went back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, generally speaking, on average, up until about yesterday, they were back to the beginning of January, mid-January. Yeah, then, well, check, oh. it, check it tomorrow and don't see where you it. are. No, don't check it. You're still ahead of where you were a year ago. That's probably right. Before uh, our leader was in office. Our fearless ah, Take leader. that, Obama. Office-city. Russian President Vladimir Putin. Blabber mouth. Shut your mouth about stuff like that. I don't think he understands the repercussions. This is the problem. When he says these things, he probably has good intentions. You throw the market into a tizzy. He doesn't understand the ripple effect of a president of the United States making these remarks. It's going to come back tomorrow. Uh, Okay. Russian President Vladimir Putin. Maybe Sunday. 
The market's not open Sunday. You, you don't well, know. it should be. Well, you, you don't know how it works. Oh, boy. The day of our Lord. You're talking about the Sunday. international market. Mm. Russian President Vladimir Putin is touting his nation's military might, saying that uh, Russia has a nuclear-powered cruise missile with unlimited range that can penetrate any missile defense that's out there. And it's his um, State of the Union, I guess, speech today. So Putin said his country has tested these new nukes that cannot be intercepted by anybody else. He said Russia's also tested a new heavy intercontinental ballistic missile with more range wow, and wow. more warheads than anybody on the planet. Yeah, you got nothing else over there in a cramp-ass country. Oh, but they actually have a mock-up demo video, which yeah. is posted at realradio.fm. It's cool. And it shows it hitting, targeting Florida. Right. Matter of fact, southeast Florida. Yeah, uh, borscht over there. Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get some missiles, you got oil and gas, and that's about it. Two U.S. major airlines. What do they make in Russia that you want to buy? Vodka? Uh, yeah, vodka. I'll also. have Tito's. No, I mean, t- something, Tito's something significant Texas. that you want to buy. Yeah. Car? I don't know. They make any cars? They no. make any airplanes? No. Oh, machinery? They make cars. Yeah, but... Yeah, you, you want to buy, buy one? one? Uh-uh. I, I, I would think about it. Oh, here's one. It's like a Jeep with tank tracks on it. I want that. Awesome. Two major U.S. airlines, Jim, are making it harder for people to carry on those, quote, emotional support animals. The new rules are at Delta and United. They take effect today, requiring 48-hour notice, first of all, and documentation before bringing untrained animals into the passenger cabin. Delta changed the rules after one passenger was bitten by some dog last year, and United did the same thing after a woman member tried to bring a peacock on the plane. So as, like a turtles and tortoises and kangaroos and peacocks. Anything. No. Yeah, it's you just, just have to, you know, mm-hmm. you just like, you're not coming on board with a peacock. I don't care what kind of therapy animal you have. And you're not doing that. Oh, I'm talking about uh, Delta and Jordan. Pooping all over the place and squawking. Oh, yeah, they're nasty. Attacking at people. Uh, talking about Delta based in Atlanta, then I thought Georgia. And I just, breaking news from the Associated Press. What? Georgia lawmakers <laughs> have passed a bill that effectively punishes Delta Airlines for cutting ties with the NRA. They're taking away their, their tax break and all that, whatever it is. How dare you make a business decision? We'll punish you for that. Yep. Those, those are the Republicans for you. That's Georgia. Yeehaw. Oprah Winfrey. I got news for you. Delta, they just sit back and they, you know, they just make that call and say, hey, buddy, you know, I know you're running. You're lieutenant governor. You want to be governor. Yeah, he does. And, uh, you know. We're going to leave and it's going to be your fault. I, I just want to let you know that... Uh, you know, we're getting those calls from Charlotte and Nashville and some other cities. Lie, and huh? I don't think they're going to lie. I mean, if they really are looking to go elsewhere, that's one thing. But I don't think they can just say, we've gotten an offer from, and they then do it all the time. fill in a city. They do it all the time. That's the way, that, that, that's the way they get these tax breaks from these goofballs. Say, well, you know, we're getting calls here and there. We don't have to prove anything to you. We're just telling you we're getting calls. Mm. We, don't have to, we don't have to explain anything to you. It's for you to deal with. I'm telling you right now, that's the way they deal with Same thing happened that's happened with various sports organizations in this town. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's always the chance, and then everybody just poops in their pants. Oh. Getting nervous. That sounds terrible. Oprah Winfrey. It is, if, you've, if, if it's I ever happened have, to you. No. Mm. Oprah Winfrey. With age. Oprah <laughs> says the only thing that could get her Probably to Probably run... not too far off. No. Oprah says the only thing that could get her to run for president is a sign from God. 
The yeah. media mogul gave an interview to People magazine and made clear she's been getting support for a White House bid every ever since she made that speech at the Golden Globes. But says after that, she has all these wealthy people calling her and saying, I can get you a billion dollars. I can run your campaign. And it started to make her think about it. But she says she prayed about running for president. And that made her, you know, she said, this is the prayer she said. God, if you think I'm supposed to run, you got to tell me. And it has to be so clear your sign for me has to be so clear that even I cannot miss it. And I'm Oprah. And God, seriously high right there. No, no. Seriously high. No, no, she's not high. God, a prayer. Please a prayer. protect us from people who believe in you. <laughs> she says so far she hasn't gotten that message from God, but she's listening. She's out there. She's open to it. Maybe he'll We're going to talk to the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. The connection, remember? Yeah, I do. Points. For a mission from, from God. God. Thank you. Director Illinois Quentin Tarantino's Quentin Tarantino's new movie, reportedly dealing with Charles Manson and the Manson family, yeah, will be packing some serious star power, according to the Associated Press. Mm-hmm. Both Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt will star in this movie. What? Once upon a time in Hollywood, the story centers around two men who live next door to Sharon Tate in the late '60s. It was in 1968 that a pregnant Sharon Tate, who was then married to Roman Polanski, was murdered by members of the Manson family in her home. Quentin Tarantino describes it as a story that takes place in Los Angeles at the height of hippie Hollywood. So Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt have both worked with Tarantino previously, never worked together, though. He's playing Manson. Uh, I don't know. The film will be in the theaters in August of 2019. At this particular point in time, not interested. Okay. It may read be the book. wildly popular. Helter Skelter. Mm. Points. Former White House advisor Omarosa Manigault Newman uh, was on the um, Stephen Colbert show. I guess last night, mm. explaining what haunted her about President Trump's tweets and why she told celebrity Big Brother contestants things will not be okay with him in the White House. <laughs> last night on the Late Show, she told Colbert that she was really bothered when Trump and every time Trump would announce a major policy decision on Twitter. She also explained what she meant by the White House being like a plantation and said she was speaking as the only African-American senior advisor in the administration. She told Stephen Colbert that it was very difficult not being allowed. What about to... Ben Carson? Well, she's as a senior advisor. Oh, I see. He's over in housing. You know, he's in HUD. He's a cabinet member. Mm-hmm. He decided yeah, against advisor. getting a $31,000 dining room table for his office. Oh, <laughs> after he was discovered that he yeah, was a table and a hutch. And a hutch. You yeah. need a hutch. You totally need a hutch. And I understand if that or a Pyrac. <laughs> if it's run down, you know, if he's if he's moving in to the HUD offices and it's a you know, everything's run down at the heels. I understand why you want to spiff it up a little, but I'm not sure why in tarnation you're spending that kind of money on two pieces. It's a furniture. table. Well, how many chairs? Mm, four, six. How much can I it mean, be? You get more than four chairs. You know, it's not like a poker table. You know, or cardboard. You know, it's, it's not, a, not a card table. table. You probably have to seat at least ten. Oh, I don't think it was that big. I saw a picture of it. It maybe had six seats. What's Nine, it made six, of? eight, whatever. It's a dining well, table. Well, maybe he said, look, I got, we got, you know. It's not a conference more table. It's not a conference table. I didn't say that. It's a dining table, and it had six seats. The one I saw. One, two, three, one, two. And there's two here, two, three, and then two, four, two, five, two six. six. I can see eight. Eight's not bad. I... Six, eight, yeah. Eight. How many can, uh, your dining room table, how many can you sit? Six. Without squeezing them. I mean, don't. I can seat six, and I could squeeze in two on the, on no, the long sides. That's you eight. Know. That's enough. Six is fine. Eight is, uh, you know, a t- little better. HUD secretary. Yeah. Well, he's not ten. having big, big picnic dinners. 
What he doesn't then get get a damn picnic table if you need to have more people. Get a card table and and make a kids table over there. But you get a table with six, and if you need more people, have them for a different meal. Sorry. Jeez, I, I'm sorry. Guy can't even have dinners in his own. The cabinet. He doesn't need to have the it cabinet in his cabinet office. Officer. No. You don't need to spend $32,000 for a cabinet. You do if you want a nice table. A table and a hutch. Yeah, it's Burl Walnut. Yeah, you know, it's just veneer. He could have gone to Ikea like the rest of them. Oh, like he's going to eat at a Formica table. Ah, How dare ah. you? And he'd have to put it together. What would he do? I don't know. You know that Ikea. you got to put everything together. Yeah. That stuff's stuff's nice. And they have Swedish meatballs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just saying. Those Swedish meatballs and the lingonberry jam. That is Excellent. pretty good. Superb, right? It's a, yeah, it's a company that was founded by a fascist. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh, uh, I'm out of time. Jews didn't like to shop at places like that. I, I like Ikea because it's a bargain, but, you know, listen. Happy, happy birthday today to, uh, well, we first saw him on the scene as Opie Taylor, but he grew into Ron Howard. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. 58. Ron, Ronnie Howard. 58. Oh, come on. 60. Nope. I, I, I would... I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> what the hell was that? I'm, think, I'm thinking Very he might confident. be younger. He's like, ah, ooh, yeah. ah, ah. No, no, no. I think he's older. Okay, he's a lot older. Just because he's bald, don't I? 68. Oh. What'd you say, Pinkman? 60. Give it to me. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Come on, run running out of time. Uh, I think you guys split. He's 64. Yeah, we split. 60, yeah. 60. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to do the math in my head. Terrified. Then he says, give it to me. I'm like, oh, my God. I got all flummoxed. Why don't you try to figure <laughs> out the ages before you? I got all flummoxed in there. No, I know the ages. I was trying to do the math on who was you know closer to the pin there. Uh, how about Roger Daltrey? Ah, who? Yeah, that's uh, the one. <laughs> you go, <Yeah>. Finky. <laughs> you go. You go. Sure. 72. Come on, what is that? I, I allow it. All right. I accept. 74. On the dot right oh, there. Yes. Kapoya, oh, kapoya. Finally, <laughs> the Biebs, Justin Bieber. Oh. oh, he is He is now 24. He is 24. Yes. Yeah. Kapoya, kapoya. That's, supposed to miss that one on purpose. That's his favorite, you know. <laughs> My bad. And that's the Lottie Dodd. Just call me Moira. Thank you, Mo. We'll take a little break. We come back. That bonus round of closest to the pin. Your opportunity to win that You Matter business card and have good fortune for the rest of your life next on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... And now, The Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Hey, here we go. Lara's on the line. She wants to play against Pinkman. Right? That's a she, Lara, a she, Lara, Laura. Yes. Lara. <laughs> yes. That's a she. Okay, very good. Play against Pinkman. She's uh, looking to win that You Matter business card. That would guarantee her good fortune for the rest of her life. She also knows that if she loses, bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, head to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set your handicap. Here we go. Lara, how are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Okay, Larry, I've got 10 questions for you, okay? They're all connected somehow. Don't worry about that. Just answer to the best of your ability. Are you ready? 
am. Let's speak right into that phone so I can hear your answers. We're going to have a Got countdown it. and keep score, everybody. In Here we three, go. two, one, begin. Lara Hope Hicks has left the White House, but the Hope Diamond is how many carats? 24. The James Bond movie Diamonds Are Forever came out in what year? 1970. Ian Fleming wrote the James Bond 007 novels. He died at what age? 78. James Bond was played by a total of how many different actors? Eight. Sean Connery played James Bond, but how old is actress Sean Young? Oh, goodness. Um, 50. Sean Young played a character in the movie No Way Out with Kevin Costner that came out in what year? 1993. The model Iman was in that movie. She was married to David Bowie for how many years? Mm, five. David Bowie released how many studio albums? Seven. Michelangelo's statue of David was moved to Florence, Italy in what year? 1980. Get it within 25, you went outright. If the statue of David was a crow in Florence, it would have to fly how many miles to reach Rome? Mm, 105. Time. All right, there you go, Lara. Good job. 105. Within, All right, let's bring within back 25 in. miles, you said? Right, within, within 25. Okay. That's correct. Within one, 25. Yeah, there we All go. Right. Comes Mr. Pinkman. Ba-da, 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 ba-da. All right, Mr. Pinkman, if you will roll the dice, we set your handicap at 15, but whatever the number is you roll, we, we will take off that and off from 15. That will be your official handicap for the day. Okey-dokey. All right, here we go. This is exciting. Listen closely. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, six. All right, there you go. That nine means it's a nine-second handicap. Ten questions nine. for you. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinkman Hope Hicks has left the White House, but the Hope Diamond is how many carats? Uh, 28. The James Bond movie Diamonds Are Forever came out in what year? 1972. Ian Fleming wrote the James Bond 007 novels. He died at what age? Uh, 71. James Bond was played by a total of how many different actors? Uh, six. Sean Connery played James Bond, but how old is actress Sean Young? Uh, 51. Sean Young played a character in the movie No Way Out with Kevin Costner that came out in what year? 83. The model Iman was in that movie. She was married to David Bowie for how many years? Uh, four. David Bowie released how many studio albums? Eight. Michelangelo's Statue of David was moved to Florence, Italy in what year? That would have been 1890. Get it within 25, you went outright. If the statue of David was a crow in Florence, it would have to fly how many miles to reach Rome? Um, let's go with 67. Time. Mm. All right. Let's take a look at it. Uh, Hope Diamond. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, big one. How many carrots? Yep. Lara said. 24. Pinkman. 28. 45 and a half. Damn, Damn son. Diamonds are forever. The James Bond movie came out in what year? Lara said. 1970. Pinkman. 72. 71. They split. Ian Fleming wrote the James Bond 007 novels. He died at what age? Lara said. 78. Pinkman. 71. 56. Heavy drinker and smoker. I'm sorry. Spoke 200 cigarettes a day. Cheapers. And a a fifth of gin. Ten packs. Yeah. How do you even have time for any of that? Nonstop, baby. Nonstop. Guess so. James Bond played by a total of how many different actors? Lara said. Eight. Pinkman. Six. Seven. 
Oh, another split Sean Connery played James Bond, but how old is actress Sean Young? Lara said. 50. Pinkman. 51. 58. Oof. You're inching her out. <laughs> yeah, just barely. That's Sean Young game. played a character in the movie No Way Out. Pretty damn good movie, too, with Kevin Costner. They came out on what year, Lara said. 93. Pinkman. 83. 87. Pinky. By one, what? Uh-huh. Beat her yep. by one again, right? Yep. One or two? Yep. By two. The model Iman was in that movie. She was married to David Bowie for how many years, Lara said? Five. Pinkman. Four. 24. Oh. Well, Damn it. Laura gets that one. Yeah, married uh, to him till the day he years. died. How about that? David Bowie released how many studio albums? Lara said. Seven. Pinkman. Eight. 27. Oh, Pinky got 27 that. studio albums. Oh, Two to go. Nice. What's the score? It's seven to three. Michelangelo's statue of David moved to Florence, was moved to Florence, Italy in what year? Lara said. 1980. Pinkman. He rearranged the numbers and said 1890. Not too far off, 1871. Oof. Oh, yeah. All right, but it comes down to this. Larry could uh, pull it off here. Get it within 25, you went outright. If the statue of David was a crow in Florence, it would have to fly how many miles to reach Rome? Yeah. Lara said. 105. Pinkman. 67. Uh, that statue of David would have to fly a total of 172 miles to reach Rome from Florence. She gets it, but not enough, yes. and Pinkman wins the game. Nice try, Alara. Sorry about that. 24 hours of bad luck for you. Hang in there. Thanks for playing a uh. bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. What are you going to do? No, you can't do Good job, Pinky. Thank you. I know my James Bondery. Do you really? You know, even with this handicap, mm-hmm. he rarely, rarely yeah. is behind on time. You want to increase the handicap? Most certainly. No, he has to do the dice. He has to do the dice. Oh, set it at 20. There you go. Deal. Wait, what? No. Problem solved. Pinkman, stand up for yourself, my friend. Do you get friend. a second? On, yes. Hold on. I second that. What's my average... Uh, discrepancy between the times. Like, put it that way. You would have won by six seconds easy. With the handicap, you still had a six-second advantage over Lara. I think we ought to move yeah, it to we'll 20. Yeah, we'll go 20. All right, 20. We'll go to 20. I need a challenge. Oh, boy. This game is boring me. Oh, <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> well, I can put an end to that. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I, I like these questions. I learn a lot. Ian Fleming, who knew? Smoked 200 a day. I think I read that. 200 cigarettes a day and a bottle of gin. Mm. Oh, man. Wow. I could even. I don't know. Jim Tallahassee is taking a shot at dealing with the opioid crisis here in Florida. What are they doing? By the way, a great response yesterday to our interview with Mr. X. As uh, every Wednesday, we take a little bit of time to focus on the opioid and uh, heroin crisis in Central Florida. Have any information, thoughts, uh, just email Mo. That's Moira at realradio.fm. M-O-I-R-A. Uh, Jim, the House on Thursday unanimously passed a measure that includes imposing prescription limits. So the uh, in part would limit opioid prescriptions to a three-day supplies. Those seven-day supplies would be allowed if deemed medically necessary by physicians. But it would shrink it so you could only get a three-day supply. And As, there are individuals out there who are in genuine need yes. of, of of these substances. Yes. They are in genuine pain, and this is the only thing that will do away with that pain. Um, unfortunately, it's been abused to the point where it's a crisis of overdose, overdoses and deaths in Central Florida, as it is all across the nation. Now. Our guest yesterday said he gets seven at a time now 
because he's compliant, but now maybe he'll have to go back every well, three days. This is that's methadone. Methadone. Yeah. But we're it's talking about opiates. oxycodone uh, and things yeah. like that. I mean, there are people that need that, and that's the only way they can they can function in life to alleviate that pain. You know, we had people responding yesterday to the interview with Mr. X and said, oh, he's just weak and this and that. Yeah. All right, let's just, for instance, say that you're, one of your parents is uh, is uh, a dying uh, dying from excruciating pain, let's say, of some kind of spinal cancer. You would deny them, what, these uh, opiates? Because it would alleviate some of their pain, if not most of their pain? Yeah, but then they'd be addicted. Oh, yeah, of course. All right. They're just weak, right? So a, you don't pay. You it's try, a mess. You're trying not to pay too much attention to chuckleheads like that. They just, oh, just stop. How hard can it be? Uh, Mr. X said it's uh, withdrawal is like having the worst case of flu times 100, if not 1,000. That's why they continue the process of addiction. It's not so much getting high and feeling good. It's the fear of this withdrawal. Yeah. And uh, And what goes on with your body physically and mentally as well. Anyway, opioid addiction and overdoses are now the leading accidental cause of death in the U.S. Eighty mm. percent of heroin users first abuse prescription drugs. We're still trying to track down. We will continue to do this. I'm not quite even sure where to go. Maybe Mo's got some suggestions or you, Jack, or you, Pinkman, or anybody else in the audience to try to track down some statistics. I don't even know if anybody in central Florida. I mean, we have all these. We have the county, the municipalities, the city of Orlando. We got separate fire departments. We got the sheriff's department. Uh, you know, when police departments, whether anybody keeps yeah. track of this to the point where we can say, up until this point in time, in 2018, here's what's going and compared uh, to the same amount of time last year. I have no idea. We'll we'll try to find out. You know how many emergency uh, calls have been made to people who are mm-hmm. who are having an overdose, right? You know, deaths might be down, but the number of overdoses might be up. <clears throat> this is one of the claims they are making about a reduction in uh, gunshot deaths. So, well, uh, you know, homicides are down or gunshot de- uh, deaths are down. One of the reasons for that is a better response by medical personnel in saving lives from gunshot wounds. It's the Phillips file on real rate, so you could have a reduced number of deaths, but an increased number of shootings. It's the Phillips file on real radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Uh, hold on a minute, I can do this. Okay. What do you got? Come on. Just a fact, Jack! <laughs> <laughs> That is a fact. Jack, let's hear what's in your audio file. Uh, Jim, we don't uh, often get a chance to uh, do stuff like this, so let's fire it up when we can. There's something nice about President Trump. Here we go. Uh, Yesterday, President Trump welcomed members of Congress into the White House, along with the television cameras, to talk about common sense measures on gun control. We're determined to turn our grief into action. The people at this table want it. I mean, I see some folks that don't say nice things about me, and that's okay. Because if you turn that into this energy, I'll love you. I'll love you, he says. 
But, uh, you know, he, he kind of checked some Republicans there at the meeting, what, whether they can this leads to anything productive and he can uh, motivate them to get something passed remains to be seen. But at least he's saying things you would want him to say if if your belief is that something needs to be done. We'll see. Something nice about President Trump. Follows a standard pattern where next week he'll say something else. Yeah, well. Do a 180. Well, you know. I like that. I mean, I'm good for him. What are you afraid of? Yeah, You're afraid of the NRA. He came right out and said it. I think he means it when he says, I'm not afraid. I I generally, I don't think he is afraid of anything. Now, maybe he's just a little bit stupid because he ought to be afraid of Mueller. But uh, or at least concerned, but I agree. I, yeah, I don't yeah. think he. I don't think he cares. Mueller. He only cares about himself. The jawline of justice. That's what we call nice. him. Nice. He's strong. Yeah, that's what us cool guys call. Strong him. like yeah. bull. Purple heart winner. Bronze star winner. I got that from Pig. Tough oh. guy. He doesn't mess around. No. Mm-mm. Anyway, gun control. FBI director. My uncle Blanky was in the. FBI. Oh my what? word! Here we go. Yeah. Pink Special man. agent. You learn Don't something even... new every day. No, this is the same fact we've known for about 25 years. I've never heard it. I haven't even been alive 25 years. Well, what do you got there, not... Jack? Sorry. FBI under, you know, uh, some questions being asked on what their role in the information they had about the accused Parkland shooter. And uh, it was Parkland, obviously, that led to the end the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School that led to the recent talks on gun control. Kids returned to school. Uh, yesterday, Broward County School Superintendent Robert Runcy talking about that. Today was a, a major milestone for us. Uh, we took a major step in the recovery process. And he says oh. attendance was mm. relatively good. There, there's you know some students who say they don't think they could ever go back to school, I but could, uh, I can understand that. Yeah, they, they said a lot did come back. We had an attendance of. Uh, 3,123 students. Um, that's about 170 short of what we would normally have. About 95%. So, you know, back at school. A lot of traumatized kids, adults as well. I mean, that just goes... Well, for that reason, Jim, right. they, exponential. Had, they did have plenty of counselors on hand. 150 um, counselors that were ready to listen. Uh, there were also a lot of um, therapy dogs on site today, and uh, other um, animals in support. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, those <laughs> kids, it's, you remember, these are, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17 year old kids who went through this trauma and saw kids they know, you know, murdered right in front of their eyes. They'll stay with them for the rest of their lives. And it, to, to go back into that place is it's almost it, PTSD, I think. Yeah. You know, to go back onto the battlefield, you could imagine if it was a, if it was an army person, you know. Yeah have to relive that just two weeks after you saw something horrific i mean we're putting these kids back in the same battlefield if you will mm. two weeks after they went through all of that that's got to be difficult one of the uh the uh, plenty of parents on hand for the kids going back including right. uh i saw it like one of the dads who one oh, of the girls yeah. who died it's mm-hmm. like oh it, it's it's a parent's worst nightmare I'll tell you that um so jim other story out of washington was the surprise resignation pay up hope hicks I predicted it yesterday. There was no minutes before it was announced. It was already announced. You said, "Well, what do you mean by announced?" You said I, it went on the scroll on CNN. Yeah, it wasn't announced. Uh, I read it, then I announced it on the air <laughs> as a bet. Hmm. Uh-huh. And Jim was intrigued enough where I think he mentally committed to it. I don't think so. He didn't say it, but I think he mentally committed to the bet. So, <laughs> so I'll take a dollar. He'll for give that. you a mentally committed dollar then, because mm. that's not happening. Anyway, that well. 
Hey, I'm just saying I'm defending you. Can you speak for yourself or what? No. <laughs> Since when do I speak? I always throw it in there. You're not kidding me? Why would yeah. I change now? <laughs> Look uh, at him. Eh. Call yeah. Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, can, Chuck handles Don't my Don't break money. his kneecaps. Uh, anyway, the uh, Hope Hicks resignation did not get by the desks of the oh, comedy oh, writers oh, oh. for the late oh, here you go. night trio. So yeah. we have Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers, James Corden, all competing for the point, your point, Jim, on who you think said it best in last night's competition on who said it best. Okay. Hope Hicks resigning. Take a listen. Hope Hicks is resigning as President Trump's communications director. You can tell he lost his communications director because Trump's statement about her departure was just hope go bye-bye. White House Communications Director Hope Hicks announced today that she is resigning from her position, which is weird because I thought Hope left the White House a year ago. Uh, it was reported that Hope Hicks has resigned from her position in the White House. Yeah, you just know the White House wasn't happy with her testimony. I bet Trump was like, you can't tell Congress that you lie for me. When someone asks you that, you have to lie. <laughs> Oh, Jimmy Fallon's picking up what? that point. Yeah, Fallon's How picking can it up. not be Seth Meyers on that one? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. Hope left the Jimmy White Fallon, House a year sir. ago. Hope left yeah. the White House a year ago. That was clever. You know, no. Hope. No, no, no. No, and, no. And, and, no yeah, you're right. Well, his communications Sorry, too director. cerebral. Hope, bye-bye. Oh, people had to think about yeah, that Yeah, you joke. had to think too about much. You like the, the slapstick stuff. Okay, that's cool. It's going funny. He's saying you like slapstick. Fallon's picking up the point. Meyers keeping track, and we're still waiting any day. For Pinkman to update us on uh, the invitation, we hope he extended to Conan O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Last busy. year's winner. He's busy. Mm-hmm. I I would like to maybe you could show work. us some proof yeah. that you actually reached out to he's, his. I've game. seen his ratings. I'd be busy too. Uh, he's working on his new cereal, Cocoa Puffs. Mm. Nailed. Oh boy, that was worth every second. That energy could have been directed towards trying to get him on the. No. Air. I don't know how to email people. <laughs> Anyway, who are you, Moira? Hey. All right, so here we go. Uh, oh, we got to go. It's uh, Pat Clark is coming up. It's a oh. uh, Thursday edition of the audio file. I'm over and out. Yeah, we're going to talk some sports. We'll talk to him about uh, Jim uh. Kelly and the miserable Orlando Magic. Oh. It's Pat Clark coming up next on Real Radio 104.1. Time for a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A North Carolina court failed to invite jurors. See, not even the judicial system likes jury duty. Next, Google is getting millions of requests from Europe to be forgotten after Europe passed the right to be forgotten law. At last, people may finally forgot that embarrassing photo of Pierre with a baguette. Finally, a bill has been passed in Indiana to allow alcohol sales on Sundays. And on the seventh day God said let there be beer. Praise be. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. End transmission. City kicks off the 2018 campaign at home playing host to DC United March 3rd. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. on FM 96.9 The Game AM 740 and iHeartRadio. From... Phillips file for a Thursday. Every Thursday at this time, we talk with Pat Clark. Mr. Clark, of course, handles sports over at Channel 2. W-E-S-H Channel 2 in Orlando. A lot of things to talk about from the Olympics to the Orlando Magic to uh, Orlando, Orlando City. City. Yeah. Jim Kelly's cancer is back. We'll uh, talk about hockey as well. Please welcome Pat Clark back to the program. Hello, Patrick. 
James, how are you? Doing all right. Doing as the best I can. Mm. Pinkman's getting married. He is. He's getting married, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just told him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm not far behind you, buddy. What? What? Oh, I can't wait. What are you talking about? Let's do dual wedding. Oh, my God. Not getting married. No. Yeah, like you all We know that. Right after I get back from Mexico. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be never. I just don't have any plans to go to Mexico right oh, now. Well. <laughs> 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 about that magic? Now where they got a seven oh. set? We don't have to spend a lot of time on, on this stinko yeah. team. Yeah. It's a seven-game losing streak. and They're at the very bottom of the whole there's league. There's no. I, mean, nope. I don't even know if hope springs eternal. This is just, you just write this season off. You can just throw in the oh, towel, yeah. run up the flag. It's every season. But the Magic insists they aren't tanking games. All right. And I've always said I've always said that's really hard to tell when you're a bad team anyway. I mean, b- bad teams lose games when they're trying to win. Yeah. Right. right? That's right. why they're bad teams. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, tanking when you're a bad team just doesn't seem like it'd be that difficult to do. You can still put forth effort. And I, I believe that these guys are. Yeah. You know? I, I, I want to believe that. Uh, you know, if, if they wanted to just tank the season, they easily could have said, you know, Jonathan Isaac, we're just going to leave you out. This is a kid who hasn't played. Well, he sprained an ankle in early November, I think November 11th. And then he re-aggravated it uh, the day after Christmas and hasn't played since then. He was supposed to return to the lineup last night, but they decided to hold him out for just one more game. I guess my point is, if they were if, if they were just completely tanking the season, why not just leave him out? Well, the answer is you want this rookie to get some experience, some game experience that he hasn't to this point really had. But the season is lost. It's been lost for some time now. They have no chance of even being a 500 team. And now it's a race to see who can be the worst team in the league, James. That's sad. That's how it goes. That's sad. Yeah, I think they'll stop. How I, long I, I personally think when the old man dies that they'll sell it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Now, whether that means... You know, they'll move. I, I don't know all the you know, details of a contract or what agreement they have with the city, but I do. I think uh, the DeVos family, they'll, 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 they'll dump this team. It's worth hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, but maybe the enthusiasm well, yeah, the, for it is gone. Yeah, it cost them, remember, James, back in the late 80s, it cost them $32.5 million mm-hmm. to get the team. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Hewitt had to go to Bill DuPont. Remember, at the 11th hour, Bill DuPont stepped forward with – that money and thirty-two million seemed like such a lot of money back then, and of course it was. But now you're right. I mean, this this franchise is worth a lot. I I think James, if they had wanted to sell, they would have done it by now. You know, they, they're all they're building that recreation thing right across the street. I don't know, I don't know what plans they have, but I I really believe that they were going to sell. They would have done it by now. Yeah, I think it's added value. They, you know, it's like a company. They come in, they clean it up, they do the best they can to make it marketable, and then they you know, they, they dump it. You're not making any money off. I don't think they're making any money off the – well, maybe they are through off basketball what? rights. Where are you making any money? You can have something that's worth a certain amount of money, but you still have to make money. I mean, you can have, a, you can have an industry that's worth $500 million, but if you're not making any money – that's I, not doing you any good. I don't think they're lo- the team might be losing. I don't think they're losing money on the team. Attendance wise, they're not at the bottom. And this new entertainment complex, that this could be a real a revenue generator for them. Yeah, it could be a real disaster as well. Oh, it could you be don't something know. that nobody's interested in. Tell him, Pat. He don't know. Uh, it seems like we have we've had this conversation for so many years now. I mean, it's 
this is getting old even talking about it, isn't it? Yeah, because it's it all is. gloom and doom when we talk about the magic, it seems. You know, Rob Hannigan came in and just did a, a just a horrible job, you know, and how he was ever in that position. I'm certain that Alex Martins has quiet times and quiet moments where he's wondering why he made that hire and how it all went so bad. I mean, mm-hmm. so pathetically bad, just so one bad decision on top of another. And now you have a new regime in there, and it's not their fault. I mean, you got to give these guys time to try to right the ship. But the question is, how much longer are fans willing to wait and continue to spend all of that money while while they're waiting for that 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 ship to come back in and for things to get better? You know, when you're a bad team, uh, star players don't want to play for bad teams. Here's that's another uh, another old story we bandy about all the time. That's Tiger Woods. What he it was in a oh, tournament this on. past weekend. Came in 16th. He's you coming back. That, you think no. it was you know the Lord and Savior had come back. <laughs> Um, you know, and all these, you know, all these golf commentators are doing cartwheels, and I'm going. Game is 16th for crying out loud. Is that 16th? You know why they're doing cartwheels, James? You do know why. I do know why. Because when Tiger Woods is playing well, people are watching. TV numbers go up when Tiger's on the leaderboard. That's just the way it is. We got to learn to live with that. I guess. And but... because he hasn't been on a leaderboard for such a long, long time, and because for this brief moment this past Sunday. He was within three shots of the lead at the Honda. Now there's all of this excitement building around him. And uh, he's going to play at Bay Hill. Yeah. Bay Hill is, is the week after next, and he's going to come. If his back he's doesn't down. hurt. Yeah, he's going to yeah. start Bay Hill, but is he going to finish yeah, Bay Hill? Unless he gets a hangnail or something. No, he's going to. He's a wow wow whiner. Unless a former no. wife comes at him with another nine iron. Oh, my God. Oh, my back. Oh, I slipped a disc. Oh, I got this. I got that. He's the biggest fetch ever. Moira, stop being such a Debbie Downer. This Good. guy no is kidding. washed up. Why doesn't he just, it, you know, why shouldn't he go out on the grace of what our memories are, are so rich and wonderful of what Tiger did in the past. But now it's going to be like that old aging it's a little embarrassing. guy, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's so it sad. To me it does. But the, yes. but there's You no should tell people when to retire. Yeah. There's no evidence of that. I mean, maybe, I know that you're going to hate hearing this. What's that? But maybe there's a small part of us that should applaud his desire to get back to where no. he wants. I think it's embarrassing. Maybe he, maybe he doesn't believe that he mm. can ever get there, but I'll tell you this, his club head's uh, speed was faster than anyone else's last week. Yeah, that's what the shot doctor said. Yeah. That's uh, club head speed. Yeah. Pat, I believe he's coming back, even with the weight of Moira nagging him yeah. on a daily basis. I don't hawk him on a daily basis. You're on his back. This, the, the disappointing thing about this exchange right now I think is sad. that I apparently said something that the shot doctor also said. And that really bothered <laughs> yeah, he did. He talked about his, his club head speed yesterday. And I was like, please. I, that, think, I, I, no. I think it's just sad. I mean, you see it all the time. You, you see it in acting. You see it in sports. You know, give out one more shot. I mean, it's the it's the applause. It's the cheering. It's not the money. These guys don't need the money. You get to that point anymore unless they've wasted it all. But, you know, they want that, uh, they want that feedback. They want that, uh, you know, they they yeah, they sure. want the I understand that, but at the same time, I think it can be a very sad spectacle because you get out there and here's the guy just doesn't have it anymore. And certainly there are young guns out there that are just as good, if not better, than Tiger Woods is right now. There, that's just a fact of the matter. And I find that to a certain degree, a little sad, right? Sad. Yeah, a little sad. Um, hey, Pat, I have a bet with Jim again on Tiger two Woods. Bets. Uh, two bets. One, I believe he's going to win a tournament this year, Anything. and the other is in one of the I'm um, counting five majors. That'll finish in the top five in just one of them, counting 
Sawgrass. But I would like to have a third bet. If Tiger wins a tournament this year, Moira is not allowed to say anything negative about Eldrick again. Oh, Eldrick. Now, I know he's going to win a tournament. He's got that thing, that putt-putt tournament in Akron Stop in it. a month and a half. I think oh, there's a pretty goodness. good chance. See, that... I'm not even that mean. Thank exactly. you. Just saying. <laughs> and he's, I know I he's know in... how, many, how many active Tiger Woods bets do you guys have right now? Right just now, those two. active just two. Just I, I had to pay off uh, on him not winning a major last there year. There is another one, but we can't settle it up for eight years because it's that Tiger will play in the senior tour. <laughs> or something. I'm putting my money you know, on Tiger. There's a one. new ABC show that's coming out. Yeah. And this is uh, these is ex-husbands who are being chased by ex-wives with nine irons. And I think that he's going to be able to. I think he's going to be able to come in first Stop on that. Uh, that's, that's just all. cold. That's I mean, cold. There. He's fast. You got to be fast. He is fast. Yeah. Pat's just upset. Well, just remember that Tiger Woods has won eight times at Bay Hill. Yeah. Bring there it, has Tiger. Never been a PGA Tour player who has won one single event nine different times. Okay, all right. Let so me Tiger's move on to it. Look, he, look. I, uh, off the course, I'm uh, I'm not a big Tiger Woods fan. You know, we we rule what he did years ago. But here's the thing: he's he's like a magnet. These people they want really, to see Tiger do well. Yep. And good for Bay Hill because once he does commit, and he hasn't officially committed yet, but. Everyone knows that he's going to come and play. Once that happens, you're going to well, that's going to be great for the coppers uh, at Bay Hill, yep. which means it's going to be better for the foundation. More money is going to be made, and how can you complain about that? All right. The only thing I would say, if I was the Tiger Woods agent, I would say, whatever you do, Tiger, just don't go to the Perkins. All right, because every time you go to the Perkins, <laughs> oh, he gets you in trouble. get in trouble. Yeah, bad boy. <laughs> that Perkins is gone. Uh, that's a pretty good uh, line. That's a pretty good joke. Uh, and I'll stay with it. All right. Good. Anyway, let me move on to um, uh, Jim Kelly. The word today. Today, I maybe it's been earlier, but anyway, Jim Kelly, the Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback for the Bills, his uh, his uh, oral cancer has returned. I didn't even know he had cancer. Well, he was diagnosed in 2013, um, and underwent. They took the tumors out, and then a year later, mm. uh, they found that he had the cancer again, and then he. At, the, at that time, after it came back, he underwent weeks of chemotherapy and radiation. And then that September, September of 2014, his doctors declared him cancer-free. Uh, um, so he has been that way just up until, so that's a number of years. I mean, that you get all your confidence back, right? I don't have any experience with this, but no. I can't possibly imagine what he's going through now. But, you know, he's still he's still saying that he's fighting the foot the good fight and yeah. he tweeted out today that they're gonna they're gonna fight hard on this one so yeah, i read the eight years old james he's has, 58 has no no uh can't produce any saliva and he has no sense of taste anymore oh that's sad too yeah no sense well, of taste i just can't even imagine well this sure is a doom and gloom sports segment oh <laughs> well what do you yeah, what do you want the magic to tiger to jim kelly happy to talk about. how about orlando city kicking off their season yeah. to uh, saturday night no i want to you know fine oh. i want to turn to <laughs> hockey because it. uh because it was brian it was bryant gumbel and uh, real sports on hbo one of the first probably following me but one of the first to focus on cte in in professional football the Did latest the well the latest episode now they're focusing on hockey yeah. and did you see it? Yeah. I mean, come on. What do those guys have it too? They're not yeah, but the commissioner of the NHL, no, he won't no. even recognize that uh, yeah, that yeah. hockey players are sustaining. Saying, yeah. Yeah, the CTE and hockey there's no relation there. There's just a, there's there's no tie. Well, they got and their head up their ass. Hockey look on his face. 
like holier than thou. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Well, how do they get? How would they get conked in the head? In other words, they get a stick. They get slammed. They get slammed in oh, the head. The board, they get slammed against the boards. Their heads go this way and that way. They hit the heads. Hit the hit the ground. They hit get the in ice. fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, to a certain degree, it might even be. I don't know if it's worse than football, but they are getting. If you They're watch, very physical. It, yeah. Well, if you watch the video and the segments oh. on on real sports where you see these guys getting slammed around, you're going, "Holy Christ, man! Who Uh-oh. wouldn't have CTE?" Yeah. Uh, it's a scary. It's a scary. Um, are you saying piece that the NHL is in total denial about this thing? The NHL, oh, they are in if, complete if, denial. Yeah, uh-huh. if you if you follow this report, you would say they are in complete denial. Huh. All right, let me move on to Orlando City. Of course, uh, opening weekend. Everybody's uh-huh. looking forward to this. Uh-huh. Essentially, a brand a new captain, brand new team, new captain, new ca- the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I don't know what to expect. I don't know you if anybody it? knows. Nope. nope. Yeah, it's it's a complete mystery. We well, just don't know how good these guys are going to be. Dom's not going to play on Saturday. Um, how long before he's back? They need him. It was really a bizarre off season, wasn't it? I don't think I I'm going to know somebody, one player really. Yeah, it's going to take a while, boy. Right? Joe yeah. Bendick, how's that? Oh, Bendick, I know him. Yeah. Done. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's soccer, okay. though. Whether it's soccer yeah, here they turned or, over or anywhere, I mean, that's well, that's that's soccer. And it illustrates the difference between the NBA, just for one example, and M- MLS. They replaced 22 out of 27 guys. The Magic, their hands are tied. They bring in new management, but they can't make these deals that soccer yeah. is able to do because of the strength of the player union, and it's not quite there in MLS. So yeah. I think the fan benefits, actually. This happens all the yeah, time in, right. so- in soccer across in Europe and any way around the world. It's just a, it's just a, set, a different setup in the ability to buy contracts and, 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 and whatever. But, uh, yeah, we'll, I, yeah well, I, hope for the, I hope for the best. I mean, a lot of attention is being paid to so-called newer franchises as well. Atlanta's got a huge fan base already. Yep. Yeah. Even though they're playing well, in a baseball stadium. And we should underscore, too, uh, we need to underscore the importance of this season, too. I know this is going to sound trite, but it's really important for this team to get into the playoffs. Yep. And it's, yep. Been, it's been three years now. And um, it, it seemed, you know, after that incredible start last year, when I think they were 6-1. and one, Yep. That's I true. mean, this there was a real buzz in this town. I mean, it was palpable. You could you could feel it all over the place, and then they just went belly up. They fizzled, you know. Yeah. And I understand that it's it's really the only game in town, so to speak. But but fans are fickle. Fans, there are diehard fans who will be there through mm-hmm. thin and thin. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's right. mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But but they but everybody wants a winner, and if you're paying good money, you expect to see your team go out there and win games. Now it's the fourth season. You know, we we got to get this team into the playoffs. So the heat is on. You know, the, the wolf is at the door for Jason Christ. Some, something has to happen this year. And we just, the, the thing is, we don't know. He may not even know. You know, you got to give it's time for these guys. They're, they've got to create chemistry, get used to He said when they went up to train in Jacksonville that that was great up there. They spent a lot of time together, guys getting to know each other. Well, some of them don't even speak the same language. I mean, so, and I don't mean to make a joke out of that. It's just, it's tough. You got to get used to playing with these guys because that's, that's how it works. Right. That's, they're a team. So, 
Yeah, I don't oh, know how Atlanta got away. Back quickly too. I don't know how Atlanta. You know, remember when uh, when they were moving here in Orlando, and one of the deals from MLS was you got to have a you soccer specific have, yeah. stadium. You have to have a you know you're not getting approval from us until you have a soccer uh, a soccer stadium in, in the works. And and you know the powers that that were at the time said, okay, we'll do it, and they did. But that's not the same case for Atlanta. What's Atlanta doing? Atlanta's still playing they, in a baseball stadium. New York's still playing in a baseball stadium. No, Atlanta has that that new billion dollar Mercedes one. Benz stadium, yeah. whatever it is. And they have yeah, you're it's right, but it, no, it's it's a football stadium, but they do have low concession prices. I'll give them that. Well, the the, the, the point that I'm trying them. to make is is so how why does Atlanta get uh, get uh, you know mm-hmm. get a break? And New York for several years now has gotten a break, and they their their playing field is. It's horrid. Is it? It's absolutely horrid. Players hate playing on that field because they're afraid they're going to get their get their boots, their cleats caught in something, and their career will come to an end. Can you blame them? Yeah. Well, you need to ring up Don Garber, the commish. You need to get him on the air and grill him well, on that, James. I'll, I don't have the answer to that one for I'll you. I'll talk to him during the break. I'll give him a All call. All right, I fine. Call him. I you have a cell phone, right? NHL commissioner. i got to get a hold of Tiger's agent to tell, tell him to keep Tiger away from the Perkins. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't go near the club. Perkins. You know, yeah. I know he loves that Perkins down near uh, Windermere. Yeah, I know. Just stay away from there. Stop it. Just stay away from that dumpster near the Methodist Stop Church, Stop it. Too. No, listen. That is just really rude. Seriously. <laughs> he got some action down there, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe you guys could take the show on the road and I could get an area down at Bay Hill that Thursday. Maybe during round one, we could all do the show right oh, yeah. down there. I'm, I'm sure they'd love Ooh. to see us down there. It'd be super fun. I'd love... Uh, what? <laughs> All right, Patrick, have a wonderful weekend. Always fun. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, James. All right, you got it. Pat Clark handles sports over Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, they are. Shocker. No, it's drama. No, I'm not busy. Drama, drama. Oh, yeah. Now she got, she's putting, what pills Thinking you got now? Huh? Oh. Well, that more meth. We can say, we get the show, Mr. Pinkman and I get a show. What? Of you guys during the break, without sound, but I can tell by more of the way she's flailing around her arms, she's either dancing or she's complaining about something. That's not true. Yeah. None of that's right. <laughs> the latter is correct. <laughs> None of that's true. <laughs> She's getting ready. She's getting ready. She's trying to decide what, what food to, eat. to have for tailgating yeah, for yeah, the yeah, opening yeah, yeah. Uh, for the season opener for Orlando City. It's cold cut day. Get some cold cut subs. Oh, Italian subs. Public sub or something. That's mm-hmm. How much are you going to eat? Pub sub. Well, we get there at four. Seven o'clock. Uh, seven broadcast, o'clock broadcast. Seven thirty game. Yeah. Oh. So we're there for a couple of hours. I what mean, do you we used have... to wheel you in there. What's that mean? <laughs> What does that mean? After look, all those look, purple look, look. cocktails that you've had. Oh, there's that. We always have a signature cocktail, so that part's true. 
Um, but, you know, the purple tent, the purple chairs, the purple outfits, the purple socks. I mean, we're ready to go with all the stuff. One time, um, my husband has a portable pizza oven. <gasps> and he made pizza out in the field as we were tailgating. Everybody else was like, you know, grilling hot dogs. Uh, I'm fresh- sorry, what's your lot number? <laughs> <laughs> it was totally fun. So this year, he said, it's, you know, I'm not going to bring the pizza oven for the first one. He's already warned me. You know, let's just. Mm, but Weather yeah. is supposed to be ideal. Uh-huh. For pizza oven? For anything. Uh-huh. For being outside. Uh-huh. Yeah. This weekend, good weather. I just know that last time he was sweating like a, I mean, crazy man, making pizza for everybody. And <laughs> Bobby yeah, uh, he, yeah, he was none too comfortable because, you know, he's slaving over that hot stove. You know, you got that oven up to 700 degrees or whatever. It's like, mm. So, yeah, I have to figure out the food, the menu, you know. We know who's going to be there. We have like a cooler full of sandwiches or something. Yeah, like, sandwiches. You don't have to. What are you saying? Huh? People get in competitions. Like, well, we're going to have better yeah. food than the, you know, the tent. And I have tent a block away. Oh, sure. Oh, I've got truffle potato salad with garlic aioli. Mm. Oh, I want to go where you are. Yeah. Really? Saturday, well, high of 73, low of 48. Oh, that's nice. T- nice for football. Mm. Oh, football. You, by that, you mean soccer? Oh. Yeah, that's what we call that in my country. Mm-hmm. This is your country. Real what football are you talking is about? <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, I think, I, as you said, once you said, I only I know Ben. you're as excited uh, Monday yeah. as you are today. I think I will be. Because you got D.C. United Saturday, and then a yeah. week from Saturday, Inchy comes to town. It's true. Adrian Heath is back. Mm-hmm. It's the first time he's been in the place since yeah. he you know, was there Minnesota. for the Minnesota. They love him in Minnesota, too. I'm sure they do. They do. And he he's loves, a lovable he character. He loves it in Minnesota. Yeah. I think he's going to get a warm reception here. Uh-huh. I think he will, a, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, there's no question about his contributions in turning this into a uh, major league city for soccer. There's no yeah. question about that. He's an interesting He cat. will be. Yep. And I think he was great with public relations and you got, you know, brilliant with, you know, his. His personality lent itself to people just loving him to pieces. Matter of fact, Jim, this just in, Mr. Pinkman what? alerted me to a prize we have later today. What's that? Oh. oh, man, it's a pair of tickets to the home opener this Saturday against D.C. United. So they have to be able to pick them up tomorrow, right? No, yes, sir. no, 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 no. All right. Back off one at a time. It's e-ticketing, and they started gotcha. that. Yeah, uh, and with the new stadium, and you have to have a Ticketmaster account, and they, right. we you get the email, and then you actually don't even have to come here to pick them up. Nice. You it on your phone. That's we we just scan it, and they scan your phone when you go in, and we might even arrange for today's winner to also get some pizza at Moira's tailgate No, party. no, he's not doing pizza. He just texted me. No pizza. Calzones. Well, you better have something. We're giving away prizes. <laughs> Do you take different shirts with him? I know he doesn't like to sweat. No, he always, oh my God, he is the king of, of extra shirts. So does he bring extra shirts he with him? He totally brings extra shirts. Really? Even if we're going just to Costco, he has an extra shirt. He's he's very afraid of sweating. He should just stop wearing shirts. He's no, afraid no. of sweating or no, just no. finds it discomforting. It's uh, he thinks it's, you know, he doesn't like the feeling of your shirt being wet or, you know, like a the, a sweat stain or anything. He's very fastidious about himself and he doesn't want to have to worry about a sweaty shirt or, you know, what if god forbid he smells bad? So he is constantly changing the the shirt. Does he he brings no, he brings well, What t- does he worry about that? You can he tell doesn't him you don't like, smell. He doesn't like the look of having sweaty shirt. So he brings a towel. He dries himself off. He puts on a clean, dry shirt. He's the king of bringing. He has many shirts. Always has. Does a he bring some in the stadium. Does he change it at halftime? No, 
No, <laughs> but he does have it in the car, <laughs> and, and he sat. He tailgates in one shirt, and almost every yeah, time, okay. that's cool. He changes. He gets in the car, or you know, opens the door and sort of you know, Ooh. modestly changes you know his shirt. Nothing wrong with that. It's fine. Does he change after the game? Yeah, I have seen him do that once. All right. But no, for the most part, whatever that game sweat is, he brings that home. Does he give himself a spit bath or anything? I Ew, mean, what does that mean? You don't know what a spit bath is? Where would we do that it's at like tailgate? What cats do. I'll tell you exactly. It's a great idea, especially when it gets very warm out Ugh, there. Yeah. And if you've got coolers and they take a little cooler, one of those little coolers, you fill it full of ice, some water in there, yeah. and then some washcloths. And I'm telling you, if you want to cool down quickly, you uh, put that up against your neck. You can wipe yourself off. Yeah. Get some of that stuff. That's essentially a spit bath. We just oh, see, I, I That's see. A what spit you're bath. We discovered that my girlfriend, who's also into essential oils or something, she actually puts lavender in the washcloths. Yeah. So it's so refreshing. Gem. Wonderful. No, it's a great way to cool off. It is absolutely and clean up. Uh huh. Vladimir Putin may show off missiles that he can hit South Florida with. However, the United States now has two of the most advanced weather satellites ever operating in tandem with the launch just minutes ago of uh, a NOAA uh, satellite, uh, weather satellite, just launched from Kennedy Space Center. We got a great response yesterday from our interview with Mr. X as the Phillips file began a series, what we hope will be a series, focusing on the heroin and opiate crisis here in Central Florida. Uh-huh. And if you have any suggestions, of course, about who you might think would be a good guest or a direction we ought to be able to take on this, just email Mo. That's Moira, M-O-I-R-A, at uh, Real Radio, and uh, we'll take it from there. Uh, if you heard the interview, I thought it was a, I thought it was a splendid interview. It was a interview. great start, yep. Uh, this That's is awesome. a person who has struggled with narcotics for many, many years. He is still an addict. He won't even describe himself as recovering. He He's on a methadone program, been that way for two years, but he needs it. He cannot do without. Right. Now, I didn't realize that we can get some more information on that because I've heard grumblings and bumbling, uh, rumblings about methadone treatments before. And he said, Mr. X said, it's $17 a hit. It's $17 a day, a dose or whatever it is. For him, it's 17 a day. And I said, well, covered by insurance? He said, oh, no, no. No, no, no insurance will cover it. 500 a month. Works out to be five, somewhere around 500 So you got a month. somebody on the down and out that can't keep a job because of their, because of their addiction to heroin or, uh, or pills or whatever the case might be. They're not coming up with $17 a day or whatever they need for a methadone treatment program. And he essentially said, many of these, whether it's rehab, whether it's methadone, they're in business to make money. They're in, they're in business not to go out of business. Right. No, he he did say that. And I've said that for years, especially as it comes to uh, to to marijuana. Certainly in the Sunshine State, there are too many people making money off of marijuana, and not marijuana growers or distributors. Whether it's rehab, whether it's the judicial system, whether it's law enforcement, they don't want to see this come to an end. It's a gravy train for many of these people. Mm-hmm. There's increasing. Uh, I've noticed. Increasing conversations about having areas in cities where people can go, essentially um, shoot up, um, in a in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. They know where to go. They get a there's a there's a needle exchange. They get clean needles, um, and there's a place to go uh, in order to do this without the threat of arrest and, and prosecution. These are people with a medical problem. 
Uh, there's no no question in my mind about that. This is not a this is not a moral choice that people are making. Nobody nobody wakes up one day and says, yeah, just you know, I think it would be great to be a drug addict. Oh, nobody does that. Legit- you get caught in a cycle, yeah. and eighty percent of people who now have problems with uh, opiates or heroin yeah. started off because of pain management. And they get hooked on these substances, and in many many instances, because their doctors never told them these were addictive, or the doctors actually believed the drug manufacturers when the drug manufacturers said, "Oh, this stuff is time release. Uh, the chances of any of your patients becoming addicted are are slim to none." And they bought into it, and then they started prescribing all these uh, all these these pills, and then the pill mills started up because there's a demand for it because people were in pain. You know, works to alleviate your pain. Right. And all of a sudden they find themselves addicted. And then they need more pills and more pills and more pills and more pills. And it's like uh, Mr. X said yesterday, when he moved from pills to heroin, well, he essentially figured out that it's cheaper, a lot less expensive to do heroin than pills. Yeah. A friend of his who had the same, you know, physical addiction said, essentially, why are you spending this amount of money on pills for when this amount of money can get you heroin, and you'll get uh, you'll get a you'll get a, a better hit, right? And it's less expensive, right? You know, it's just the cycle of addiction, and in his particular case, just can't break that cycle of addiction. And then, of course, you get the people who email say, "Oh, he's just weak," you know, or you don't need to pay attention to individuals like that because they got their head right up their ass. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, it's time for that regular round of closest to the pin before we get ready to talk to Jim Colbert. Uh, Gilbert is going to play against me. Kristen is the backup. What's the prize as I head to the soundproof booth? Oh, buddy, we talked about it earlier. It's that pair of tickets to the Orlando City Soccer Club season opener this Saturday Woo! versus DC United Woo! at Orlando City Stadium. You can enjoy flexibility for the 2018 Orlando City season. With a guaranteed seat to Orlando City's opening match against DC United and your choice of four additional matches if you purchase the five-game flex pack. You can get more info on that at orlandocitysc.com slash flex. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Let's get Gilbert on board. Hello, Gilbert. Ready to play? Yes, sir. How you doing, Phyllis Fowl? Uh, uh, we're doing well. Thank you, Gilbert. So uh, great. Uh, at the start of the year, I wanted to do something new on the first uh, closest to the pin category each month. Since it's the first, it's a first responders category. And so we put the call out to Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. And so it's first responders as seen on TV is today's category. A thanks of, and gratitude to those on the scene. This is an insight into what real-life first responders go through. Are you ready to go, sir? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. In three, two, one. 911 is a Fox show that premiered in January to positive reviews. It features all aspects of response. Yell-educated Angela Bassett plays 
a LAPD patrol sergeant. What's her age? 46. Be careful out there. Hill Street Blues ran for seven seasons. How many Emmy nominations over that period? 11. Firefighter Tommy Gavin, that's Dennis Leary, dealt with his losses and survivor's remorse in Rescue Me. How many seasons for the show? Four. Many times the emergency room is the first place to get a response. Take ER, for example. It gave us an inside look for 15 seasons. How many episodes? Seven. Last year, the first responders who make up the Tampa Police Department and Fire Rescue were the stars of the A&E reality series Nightwatch. Which season was that? Third. Time. Okay, Gilbert, great job. We're going to bring Jim back in. Oh, yeah. Hello. Hello. Frisco. (laughs) Yeah, here he comes. Thanks to all our first responders out there. Very nice. And thank you, Brad. Thank you, Brad. Jim is back in the studio putting his headphones on. Now we can hear both Mr. Pinkman and myself. Hello, Jim. Hello. Uh, we're doing something new on the first of every month. It's First Responders Day. Oh, yeah. So okay. we have a first responder related category. And uh, Brad wrote this one. And this one is First Responders as seen on TV. So it's TV's portrayal of some first responders. And thanks and gratitude to all those on the scene. Mm. Are you ready to go, boss? Sure. First responders. All right. Here we go. We're going to let me uh, record uh, Gilbert's time. All right. Ready? We go Ready. In three, two, one. 911 is a Fox show that premiered in January to positive reviews. It features all aspects of response. Yale educated Angela Bassett plays an LAPD patrol sergeant. What's her age? 50. Be careful out there. Hill Street Blues ran for seven seasons. How many Emmy nominations over that period? Uh, 16. Firefighter Tommy Gavin, that's Dennis Leary, hmm. dealt with his losses and survivor's remorse in Rescue Me. How many seasons for the show? Six. Many times the emergency room is the first place to get a response. Take ER, for example. It gave us an inside look for 15 seasons. How many episodes? Uh, 160. Last year, the first responders who make up the Tampa Police Department and Fire Rescue were the stars of the A&E reality series Night Watch. Which season was that? Three. Time. All right, Jim, I have your time. I'm right. going to ooh, gonna oh add five boy. seconds of your time, Jim. It's a handicap. Did you want to add any additional time onto that? 20. I'll add one more second. Ooh, one more second. All right. Ooh, you're close. No, I'll add two more seconds. Oh, uh, two more uh, seconds. I'll go seven. You want to go one more? No. Seven. Uh, come on, I'll bro. give you seven. All right, I'll go eight. Yeah. Oh, I'll go yes. That's it. Though. Wait, I'm doing Don't the math. Even add, no, I'm doing eight. Okay, do you eight. did. You did eight. Oh boy, are you stopping there? I am. Okay, eight. If you only knew. Ocho. No. Will, yeah, well, I'll well. tell you. I'll tell you after we grade it. But let's see where we go. Uh, you're playing against Gilbert. Thanks again to Brad for the category first responders. This category first responders as seen on TV. Yeah. And uh, first one uh, refers to Angela Bassett. Um, How old is Angela Bassett? She's on that new 911 show on Fox. Gilbert said? 46. Oh, and Jim? 50. She's 59. Jim gets a point. 
including uh, 911 operators, most often the first to be contacted in an emergency, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, Hill Street Blues, remember it like it was yesterday. Love that show. Uh-huh. How many Emmy nominations? Seven seasons. How many Emmy nominations over that period? Gilbert? 11. Jim? 16. Are you ready for this? What? 98. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah, 98 yeah. Emmy nominations. That's okay. a great program. That's all the acting, the writing, the, the best show, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that does seem amazing. Eight in its debut, the most until West Wing came along. Uh, firefighter Tommy Gavin, that was the character played by Dennis Leary, dealt with his losses and survivor's remorse in the show Rescue Me. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. How many seasons did it last? Gilbert said? Four. And Jim? Six. Seven. Jim gets the point. Many of the extras on the show were uh, uh, New York Fire Department uh, personnel. What's the uh, score? Yeah. Three to nothing. Not looking good, Gilbert. <laughs> Great. Jim, E.R., yeah. That was part of NBC's Thursday night must-see TV lineup. No question. Never got, never was a fan. Oh, I like it. George People Clooney? It. Oh, oh, they loved oh, oh, oh. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love George Clooney. You got that Me right. Me too. Absolutely. 15 seasons the show lasted. Yeah. Oh. How many episodes is that? The most Emmy-nominated drama program in history, but how many episodes for ER? I didn't think he understood because he said seven and oh. Jim said 160. The answer, 331. Jim is closer. Jim gets the point. Finally, win, uh, Tampa PD and Fire Rescue were the stars of A&E reality series Nightwatch. Uh, what season was that? And they both said three. The answer, four. They both get a point. Gilbert's on the board. But it was five to one. Jim wins. He does. Sorry, Gilbert. That's the way it goes. You're up against, well, all I can say. I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will whoop him. I can't lose. And I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Oh, is there anyone? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Please. Pin. Pin. Only some competition. That's all I ask for. <laughs> These times of tribulation, can I only ask for one thing? <laughs> only one thing only? Oh, my That's God. Competition. Oh boy. To keep me alive. <laughs> Wait, weren't you just like losing a week ago? Mm-hmm. But I'm alive now. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was getting pounded. I'm like, damn, this has got to come to a stop. What's my win loss record? Is anybody. 21 to 9. What's mine? Uh, you, you were tied for a long time. Now you're at 19 and 11. Damn it. Try to pick it up, son. Not bad. Not bad. You're two away. I have more questions to answer. That's true. It's fatiguing. That's true. Yeah, yours are easy, though. I mean, <laughs> they really okay. are. Well, let's switch. You didn't know that Gene Tierney movie the other day with Robert Montgomery. Oh, without pity. Everybody knew it was 1944. That's Gene Might have been. No, it was oh. Robert Montgomery. Oh. oh, boy. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. The late, great Robert Montgomery. Love him. Not to be confused with Robert Ryan. Let's get the uh, headlines. The news here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman in England found a live rat in a bag of fruit she bought. Boy, so there I was just trying to have me a plum and there was a rat in the bag and I had to headbutt it about the head I did. Next, two Arizona shoplifters were on the run from cops when they hopped a fence to get away. As it turns out, the other side of the fence was the parking lot of the police station. All that for a few Snickers bars and a gas station burrito. Finally, 
a man in Maine has been arrested after he led police on a high-speed chase in a U-Haul. More like U-Haul ass am I right? Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and it's also pronounced burrito, but you can hear all that and bring real radio with you anywhere you go if you download that free iHeartRadio app. Right now you get us in addition to all your favorite music anytime, anywhere. You got nothing to lose. Go to the App Store and download our free iHeartRadio app today. You don't have to like us in the literal sense. Maybe you're just in it for the free stuff. We're okay with that. Facebook slash Real Radio Orlando. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From the... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah. Phillips File for this Thursday. one 978 The Jim Colbert Show. On Fridays, between the hours of 3 and 7, on Real Radio, every Friday at this time, we take a little time to speak with Jim Colbert, see what he's got on the schedule for tomorrow. I heard the promo, and part of the program tomorrow, unless I'm wrong, was uh, you're going to do some bucket list stuff, right? Yeah, I'm going to talk about the car that I bought that is one of those cars that I probably should not be buying. And... uh it's hard to fight that urge, Jim. I did not have a fast car when I was a kid. I've always wanted to have a car that kind of went a little, a little fast and yeah. some fun. And uh, I finally, uh, kind of, for lack of a better word, nutted up and bought one. Foreign or domestic? It's a Mustang. It's a 1993, what All they right. call notchback, which is, you know, it's not the hatchback. It's got that, you know, it's like a coupe. And um, and I just love that body style. And they're, they're cheap to make very fast. And I'm frugal and... Uh, you know, I was going to do the Z car. I wanted to do a 71 240Z, but, man, I waited too long on those things. Yeah. God almighty, Jim. My brother you, had one you, of those. You can't even buy an empty shell of no one of those things down pretty good shape for less than, like, seven or eight grand. Now, where did you find this? Uh, actually, I found it on OfferUp. Have you ever heard of that app? Mm, I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it. Okay, Somebody in the neighborhood. Yeah, uh, so offer up, let go are both like instantaneous Craigslist. You go on the app, it shows you stuff, you can sort through it, uh, whether it be with vehicles or furniture or electronics, whatever the case may be, and, you know, uh, kind of take it, make contact right through the app. You don't have to worry about email or anything like that, and we've had great success with it, and I found it on offer up, looked at it one time, drove it once, made an offer, she accepted, and I brought some cash. Let me ask you a question. Now, are you a gearhead? Are you going to get in there and, you know, with the torque wrenches yourself and mess around with this? Or do you, are you going to admit you have to rely on people who know what they're doing? I don't know if you know what you're doing or not. That's what I'm asking. Okay. So when I was a kid, I was around people who built cars all the time. Because right. when you come from, like, you know, we didn't have, there was no send it to the mechanic when I was a kid. The uncles just knew how to work on sure. cars. So just by, and my father as well, for that record, uh, my father, I uh, watched my father with our car broken down in the middle of North Carolina on our way back from West Virginia, changed the intake manifold on an old Chevy motor, like in a parking lot. And I was like, mm, that's kind of manly and uh, decided uh, that I would kind of do that. So I've actually built a couple cars and uh, oh, do right. a lot of the work myself and have done a lot of the work myself. Now, not on the modern stuff, Jim, you know, some like this is, I think 93 would be about 
the last year that my skill set would apply. So, uh, but I am going to probably wind up changing the heads myself and doing some stuff like that and putting on a turbo kit. And it's all pretty easy, man. Well, the technology changes after a certain year. I mean, you got guys that are gearheads and they say, I mean, they're lost and they don't want to be involved in computer electronics and any of that. It's the, the, that's not their interest. They want to get out there. They want to be able to time it themselves, adjust carburetors, do all that kind of stuff. So, they're, you know, they make it now where it's Volkswagen specifically the tool, just that they make the parts impossible mm-hmm. to work on because you have to have their particular tools or you can't get the parts off and like yeah sure you want to buy that wrench at 74 dollars. you're gonna use it once enjoy yourself how are you gonna do or this take it to the mechanic so that's what happens and now i don't know if you've noticed jim if you've ever lifted the hood on like a newer car like 2005 maybe enough right. man exactly. there's no room in the engine bay area to kind of move around like there are in old cars you right. could, if you dropped a wrench you literally like reach right down in the engine well and grab it you'd have to crawl into the car there's there's nothing there and uh you know i've got to you know i've got to put ac on this car didn't even come with air conditioning so it's just one of those things now you moved to Baldwin Park, but do you have? I, a, do you, I mean, do you have room to work on it, or do you have to find yourself a warehouse, or does a buddy have a place where you can work on it? My father-in-law does, and my father-in-law okay. uh, has built cars his entire life. So I was just on the phone with him today, asking him if he had a timing light. I need to borrow a timing light. So uh, they just put an ignition system in this car, and I need, I need to set the timing on my car. And also, the headers on the car are leaking a little bit, so I'm going to try to. Uh, pull the headers tight a little bit. If not, we'll have to change those gaskets, and I'll be over there all day Sunday under that hood, you know. When I heard the promo and knew I was going to talk about this, I started writing down, okay, so what are the things I've accomplished, and then what are the things I might like to accomplish before, you know, I I give up the ghost or just can't do it anymore. And, uh, you know, it's a a fairly long list. I mean, it's varied. It's all over the place. I I learned how to sail. I was a sailing instructor, a scuba dive. I I learned how to make a bullwhip, did that. Sold some of those. Um, I'm fairly proficient with carpentry tools. Uh, it's got into that letterpress stuff. What else did I do? Did your fly fishing? I and you made fly fishing. Fly I caught fish on yeah. flies that I that I tied. Yeah. I was in triathlons for a while. Uh, I was a water you safety instructor with the Red Cross. Fairly uh, proficient with firearms and archery. What else did I do? I learned how to fly. Couldn't learn how to land, but I learned how to fly. <laughs> I uh, learned how to ride a horse. I can ride a horse at 30 miles an hour if need to. I hiked to, hiked to the edge of the Arctic Circle. Let's see what else. You know, but well, what's things, on the list of things you have? Well, I done. would still like to learn to play a musical instrument. Yes. With, with some proficiency. Uh-huh. I would like to be halfway proficient or proficient in a foreign language. Oh. And I'd like to learn how to do some uh, magic tricks. Excellent. <laughs> card, card tricks? No, yeah, just, I mean, you know, I, yeah, I see guys, you know, they got a quarter in the palm and they did this and that and whatever and it disappears and they pull it from the, from the, from the ear of a kid. You know, just, just things like yeah. that. Just a few little simple, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not going to saw anybody in half or do any of that, but just, no, you know, no. hand tricks, you know, just that here's yeah. the quarter. Oops, it's gone. Oh my God. I found it behind your ear. That kind of stuff. Just sleight of hand. Just yeah, sure. Par- parlor sleight of hand, just something to kind of, you know, like a icebreaker type thing. Yeah, exactly. That, and, yeah, a few things as, uh, you know, time begins to run out, so to speak. But, I, you know, you I've, know always, I've always wanted to be able to speak another language, and I've always, have always wanted to play a musical instrument. And I, I sometimes, you know, sometimes you're, you know you can do it, and other times, because I picked up guitars and this and that, whatever, it just doesn't work. It just doesn't, I don't are know Are you willing to take lessons, or are you just... 
Yeah, I guess I, I would. But my problem is I want instant uh, gratification. I want two lessons and then just be yeah. fantastic. And I, you know, I know in my own mind that it doesn't work that way. Right, of course. You know, it's 10,000 hours or whatever they, they say it it takes to That's right. become proficient. But yep. Anyway. Yeah. But I would, I would tell you this, though. I, I With the guitar, I, you know, it was one of those things for me. Learning was almost kind of like I got tired of throwing out T-shirts when we did shows back in the day. I was like, well, how can I avoid that? Well, I can learn how to play guitar, I guess. So you learn the major chords. And I have to tell you, most of the songs that you're going to see that you know as classic songs, even from some of the biggest bands like the Beatles and stuff like that, are relatively simple songs. The melody is everything. And once you learn how to make those big chords. But I have that same thing that you have where... I would learn the riff to a song. I'd be like, "Oh, that's cool. What's next?" Because like I'm yeah. not in a band. Why, why learn the rest? I don't care. I'm not. I'm not going to sit there and play those songs to a you know to a a, a beat track because I feel like I need to do it. If I'm not going to use that for something, I'm not going to keep on going. You know. But I say play. You know, whether they're in a jug band, you know, or whether they're <laughs> uh, they know how to play the piano. It just to me, it looks so satisfying. It's such an accomplishment. To be able to, you know, to knock out a melody and keep a rhythm with it, you know, and, you know, whether they're playing a violin or a banjo or playing the piano, it just seems to me that somewhere along the line that's got to add a, 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 a level of satisfaction that the rest of us just don't have. I, I will tell you, there is there is something unique, and I know that Jack's wife would be able to kind of understand this. She is a professional musician, but when you... When, when you play along, you know, all those years with the Monster Band, those, those songs were kind of... You know, people look at him as kind of corny, but, you know, Bert Wilson Bubba is a legit songwriter. The guy can write songs. He's a true, talented songwriter. And I will tell you, Jim, there is a, there is a, a, a magical satisfaction that happens when you play along with other instruments in the right note and key, mm -hmm. and you feel that vibration of all of those things working together. I will tell you, and I, I bet other musicians listening right now, would, uh, that is impossible to replicate. I mean, it really is. There is a unique vibration on this planet, and when you tune into it with something like that, and it's kind of with you, and you're, you're right. experiencing yeah. that with other people, and you know they're feeling the same way, impossible to explain, but it's pretty cool. Now, did you take lessons, or you just break out a book and you know go to Sam Ash or something and get a guitar book and just started strumming? What did you do? Uh, it was a hybrid of those. So I took some lessons up front to learn a few techniques, and then time kind of started collapsing on me with my family and whatnot. So I actually bought, I went to a thing called uh, – they break music down into stuff called tablature where they apply numbers to mm -hmm. the string mm -hmm. where you can, look at, you can look at this kind of tablature music and be able to kind of figure it out almost like in a you paint-by-numbers type fashion. And I found that I could apply that type of learning easier than I could sit and have somebody tell me to do that. And I could see them getting frustrated when I wasn't doing it properly – with the tablature, <laughs> I could I could just kind of do it on my own pace. You know, when you have a teacher, you always want to make your teacher happy. I don't care what, what whatever you're doing. You know, yeah. students always want to satisfy the teacher. Plus, I have a handicap as well. Oh. Um, don't say you're well, left handed. I'm left handed. I knew it. Yeah, so everything uh -huh. is cattywampus. It's just it's ju it's just turned around. If you open up a guitar book and they say, "Here's where you put your fingers," yeah. you know, for this particular chord. Well, you're going, what the, you know, you, it, it, it doesn't, uh, all right, you got to pick up the trumpet, all right? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, nobody plays the trumpet with their left hand, do they? You play your trumpet with the right hand, and even the trumpet itself, I think, for the most part, is built for a right-hander. They're not built for... Can you find a left-handed trumpet? I don't know. I don't that's think so. Great, that's bastards. a great band name. <laughs> right-handed trumpet? Yeah, I like yeah. Left-handed trumpet. Is a, it's a, it sounds like a, an old way that you would say marijuana. Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, man, you want to go smoke a left-handed trumpet? Like a, a trombone. A trombone with a slide, it's, you operate it with your, uh, with your right hand. I suppose somewhere along the line you could find a left-handed trombone, but you, get, just get, you just get confused, especially if you're in a marching band. Then you, yeah. you, you're going this way when you're supposed sure. to go that way and whatever. In the, world of, in the world of brass instruments, is the trombone that uncle that nobody really wants to be around? I knew a great trombone player, and he was just, it's a, nice, it's, it's a great sound if, you, if they know what they're doing. But it's like a kid with a. It's like a kid with a violin, you know. If you're once you get to proficient in the violin, it's it's nice to listen to. But man, alive, you know, you those know, first uh, few years. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I, I don't know if I ever told you this. You know, when I first moved into Maitland, I lived right down the road from Buddy Morrow, Morrow, who played for Tommy Dorsey, and was a straight up like musical legend, and t- toured literally to the day he died, and in his nineties, and he was a trombone player for the greatest. Mm-hmm. Big bands down through the 40s and 30s and, and 50s. Jim rolled with Sinatra and all those guys. Had like a penthouse apartment in New York and the and the raging times when people are like, you know, everyone wear a suit just to go get their laundry done. Sure. And, and and he was, I mean, I remember this guy walking down my street playing trombone, barely able to walk and wrecking it. And with a guy playing an old upside down pickle bucket and two wooden spoons. On the way down to have a crawfish boil. How crazy is that? Well, your kids uh, took clarinet for years and years they and did. years. Now, do they still pick it up every once in a while and play it, or are they? Is no, it one of them played pawn it all shop. The, where is it? One of them played all the way through college, and then said, "You know that." I mean, where do you play a clarinet? I mean, it's kind of limited. And then the other one said, after she got out of high school, I will never touch this thing ever. <laughs> that's like Again. Kids, yeah, that's like some yeah. kids with sports. I've, I've known enough people nope. where their kids were great tennis players, and there was so much pressure applied to them, you know, to get the college scholarship, this, that, whatever. And yes. as soon as they could get away from, uh, at least in, in this particular case, tennis, they said... They never wanted no, to pick up a racket you. again in their life. Correct. They had no desire because it wasn't fun for them. It just wasn't fun. She liked the socialization about, of the band. It was, yeah. just, it was just pressure. And as right. uh, soon as you can get away from uh, mom and dad, and mom and dad are not insisting on you playing tennis. That's right. And they just put it down and said, never again. So. And uh, so I have, a, you know, I have a daughter who's six feet tall, five eleven and a half or so, and was offered many scholarships. Uh, to college, and she tells me straight out, she's like, I ain't doing that practice. There ain't no way I'm doing that. I'm not living that life. She saw her sister literally kill herself and have no social life yeah. to get a college deal, only to tear her arm muscle and ruin her career after only two years. My daughter, who's six feet tall and, and could have gotten a deal without even trying, is like, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm not running all day long and doing that practice. I'm not down for that. That's not going to be my life for four years. So yep. dude, right. that does apply. What else is on tap tomorrow besides the bucket list? Uh, you know, Ross Ross is bringing in the director of um, SAT Comedy Lab tomorrow for his bit, and then Deb is bringing in a Coast Guard captain who also runs like a thing where you can swim with manatees or something, and, uh-huh. and we're going to talk to those guys as well, and of course continue talking with that bucket list talk, and uh, my buddy Sean, I referred to him on the Monsters as Code Black, as a uh, kind of a computer tech specialist, right. and uh, we're going to start a little tech segment. He's going to call in and, and tell us what we need to download, what we need to avoid, and uh how to kind of get rid of some of those pitfalls in the world of surfing the web. 
All right, buddy. Start working on that car. I want to see it, okay? All right. And uh, like breakfast next week? Yeah. Hold on for just a second. Jack needs to talk to you. Jim Colbert Show tomorrow between 3 and 7 on Real Radio 104.1. You can listen to the Monsters in the Morning on iHeartRadio. And now you can watch them every day on the new iHeart Monsters YouTube channel by going to Monsters.fm. And listen every weekday morning on Real Radio 104.1. Eddie coming in today? Do you know? I can't remember if he said he wasn't going to be here. Eddie is on his way. I just texted him. I didn't hear back. No, because he's driving. He's smart. He's a safe individual. He might be caught up in voice. traffic. Yeah, he we'll did. A- he called us uh, about 45 minutes ago, said he was en route. We'll wait a couple of minutes until he gets in. Just a reminder, of course, that uh, if you have some suggestions about whom we should be talking to or interviewing vis-a-vis... The idea to focus on the heroin and opiate crisis in Orlando and Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, email that uh, information to Mo. That's Moira, M-O-I-R-A, at realradio.fm. We had a great interview, at least I thought. We got good response from our interview yesterday with Mr. X, who remains an addict. He admits that. He's he's a working addict. Yeah. He works. He's got a family. He's a college graduate, two degrees. And... Um, you know, just has this uh, this cross to bear for the rest of his life. He is just, he's on a methadone a treatment program, and he's going to be on some kind of treatment program for the rest of his life. He has to. Right. And, and he's done it all. And it started not because he wanted to get high, not because it wasn't a decision, oh, let's party and get high. He was a motocross racer, he and his brother, and he sustained a uh, bad accident. Terrible accident, yeah. And had uh, some major, major, major pain with his spine. Essentially, they put him on pills, didn't say anything to him, and he knew within just a short period of time he's addicted to this kind of stuff. And now if you're in major pain, uh, number one, you're not thinking about getting high just to get high. You're thinking about getting the pain to go away. And these uh, assorted pills uh, do an excellent job, uh, but they're all a, also highly addictive. Now, the fact of the matter is uh, the companies that make these pills or were make manufacturing these pills, they lied to doctors, and they did it for many, many, many years and said they're uh, time release and they had no addictive qualities, and you have to worry about that. And doctors, of course, took that knowledge or took what was told to them by, their, by these pills marketing departments mm-hmm. and prescribed these pills to the point where thousands and thousands of Americans became addicted. And then when all of a sudden we were having this crisis with overdoses and then the pill mills came along and then it got worse and worse and worse until the media focused on the pill mills. It was the media that focused on the proliferation of pill mills around the country and in our community well before law enforcement. Now, maybe law enforcement was keeping an eye on it, but they weren't doing anything about it. And that's just a fact. And anybody who is living in this town knows that or anybody who lives in New England where they have a major problem with uh, with addiction uh, and in the midwest mm-hmm. uh, they know well, all across the country they know this right so they cracked down on the pill mills after it was after i think they were pressured by the media so to speak like you got to do something about this and especially as more white kids were affected and uh, more affluent parents came along and demanded that law enforcement do something about this they cracked down on the pill mills 
And we said at the time, well, you're cracking down on the pill mills. We understand that. We built, But something's going to take its place. Uh, that's just the nature of the market. Right. Uh, somebody needs something, and uh, somebody will fill that void. And they filled it with heroin. And so we still have this major problem all across the country and in, in Metro Orlando as well. They estimate p- quite possibly up to 125 Americans per day are dying from opiate and heroin overdoses per day. That's not to mention the number of people who overdose and their lives are saved. Uh, Mo's got people who are putting together facts and figures, the stats for right. Central Florida and Metro Orlando. We'll try to bring them to you as quickly as possible. But this is not, I, I don't have the solution. We're not talking to politicians anytime soon. Because politicians, all they want to do is say, hey, look at me, I'm doing a great job, and I'm focused on this, and we have all our resources pointed in this direction, and blah, 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 at infinitum, to the point you just want to throw up. So we're not going to get politicians in here until we and you, through these interviews, have a much better idea about what the problem is and where and and, and where it is and, and the extent of it. And then we'll start bringing some politicians in and say, look, we've spent two, three, four, five, six, seven months you know, talking to people directly affected by this. So what are you doing about it? And I would imagine there might be some who say, no thanks, not interested, because they don't have any solutions. They're very quick with, uh, you know, flapping their gums and saying, well... Well, they set up a task force. That's usually the first thing. We have a task force Let's that's looking task at this force. particular problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the law enforcement does the same thing. You know, we have this program uh, made up of, and we're focusing on, and yakety, 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 yak. And meanwhile, people are still, uh, you know, still in this cycle of addiction. I don't have the answer to it. Now, maybe somebody else does, but I don't. All right, Eddie will get here when he can get here. Is he there? He's here, but he's locked out downstairs because... Security oh, it's time, yeah. Protocol. Yeah. So we are letting him in. All right, Mike, you're first up. This is So You Want a Winner. Three rounds is So You Want a Winner. So You Want a Winner. First round is True False. Second round is Brad's in the news. Third round, if you make it that far, is Brad's who said that. All it's right. multiple choice. So I'll go number one. Mike, you ready to play? I sure am. There we go, buddy. True or false. Good luck to you. True or false in 1960, a day after defeating the USSR. The United States won the gold medal by beating Czechoslovakia. Is that true or false? That's false. It wasn't 1960. It was 1980, wasn't it? Or we're talking about hockey? In 1960, yeah, 19, yeah, hockey. In 1960, a day after defeating the USSR, the United States won the gold medal by beating Czechoslovakia. That's false. That's your final answer. That is. No, it says it's true. No, 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 no. He's right. It's 1980. It says 1960. That, and, and I doubt no, it gone. happened in 60s. See if you can call Oh, him you back. hung up on him? No, it was the first gold medal in hockey. The miracle on ice was in 80, yeah. but that's not what he said. It's ah. 1960. In 1960, in 1960 we won the gold medal won by gold beating medal. Czechoslovakia. It okay. wasn't until 20 years later that we beat Russia. Yeah, I got rid of me to know you don't know the right answer. Who writes this stuff? Brad, Brad's true, false. There you go, Mark. True or false? Here we go. True or false? Incarcerated occupants of Venezuelan prisons have resorted to cannibalism due to the lack of available food in the country. Is that true or false? They've resorted to eating one another. That's uh, bad enough to be true. That's your final answer? No, that's fine. They're not doing that. They're they're eating pigeons and rats. Rats, but no. 
think I'd rather eat a pigeon than a rat myself. Hey, Brad's so. right. 1960 was our first gold medal in hockey. There there, you go. It says right there. Yeah, 1960. Well, just because Brad wrote it on the paper and it says it says right there, that's not double sourcing, Mo. Oh. I went to Google. Ah. Oh, well, that's important. Yeah. Let me type in John Bon Jovi, see what I get. It's playing at our iHeart Awards next yeah, Sunday. After that, uh, type in Sequoia, see what you get on that one. A dollar, that's what I get. <laughs> dollar I want back. Get How was I supposed to know every presidential yacht is named Sequoia? Oh, that's con- that's what they teach in college. Where'd you go to college? UCF. Oh, okay. Mm. Need some more contestants for So You Want a Winner. Here is uh, Bill. You ready to play, Bill? Yes, sir. Can I throw something at you real quick? Yeah, well. Uh, the new train station they built at OIA. Yeah. What you about, know about that? No. No. Yeah, it's humongous and it's gorgeous. What is it? But there's no tracks going to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a problem. New train station. Okay. All no, right, Bill. I'm serious. It's huge. <clears throat> okay, Bill. Here we, we go. You. Okay. True or false, Bill? Uh, children are struggling to use pens and pencils because the excessive use of touchscreen phones and tablets because of touchscreen phones and tablets. Is that true or false? They're That's struggling true. with pens and pencils. That's true. True, he says. That's your final answer? Hey, you're right. Excellent. Good job. Here's Mo. You're moving on to round two. First Here's the one first today. one. Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here is your question. A shopkeeper in India... Nearly lost his head on Valentine's Day. He had to say goodbye to something that was near and dear to him, something he'd been nurturing for several years. It wasn't bigger than a bread box, but is likely headed into the Guinness Book of World Records. What was it? Oh, can I get a lifeline on this? Yeah, you can use, uh, um, yeah, Eddie the Shaman. He just rolled in here. Mm -hmm. Eddie? Do you think it was on his like personal body, like maybe it was his head, like literally his head. Maybe he had like a second head or a tumor yeah. on his head. Yeah. <laughs> it was a second head. Well, yeah. like a movie. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's good. But it yeah. wasn't a tumor. tumor. It was a four pounder. A, Ooh, brain, a brain tumor. Yep, a brain tumor. All right, here we go, Bill. Here's uh, Brad's who said that. It's multiple choice. You have lifelines. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. You can always count on Americans to do the right thing after they've tried everything else. Now, who said that? Winston Churchill, James Corden, or Trevor Noah? You can always count on Americans to do the right thing after they've tried everything else. Winston Churchill, James Corden, Trevor Noah. I only know Winston Churchill. I haven't heard the other guys. I'm sure they're famous. But... Well, they're late night. Uh, oh, they're, they're late night hosts. Oh, I, I, would, I get up early in the morning. I can't say that. Lifelines, uh, right, uh, lifelines. What do you think? I think it's Trevor Noah. I mean, James Corden's snarky and cute, uh, but Trevor's from across the pond, and I don't think oh, Winston still would have said that. What? I'll go. With, I'll go with you then. Yeah, the Daily Show, dude. That's your final no, answer. No, it's no. Winston Churchill. <laughs> Buscal. I could tell. Great right, way to tired start the program, Eddie. What happened? Why are you late, uh, man? Traffic oh, no, no. Fair. I left my house at 4. What happened? Dude, that you bad? know, OBT shut down from where? Uh, from, like, I don't know, Oak Ridge up to past Silver Star. And then John Young is also shut down. Yeah. I went on roads today, bro. I've never been on ever in my lifetime of driving here We're in 21 years. You just kind of breathe in, breathe out. Oh, no, out, I, there's you? nothing. I, Wabi Sabi got to give over. I just, the only thing that freaks me out is when Moira texted me at 5.59, and I knew because you're 
you know, the gate's locked downstairs at 6. Uh-huh. So I can get here at 5.59, walk right in, and it's all... But as soon as those doors lock, bro, it is like your face is against the glass, and the lady even walked by, and you know you do that thing where you're like, hey, you want to, can I you... Can't let you in. Well, do you think it was the tie-dye, or just the no, fact that she a, won't let anyone no, in? You the Grateful pass. Dead t-shirt. You can't yeah. get in. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that's, that's the, that is the harshest part. I wouldn't let you part. in either. You don't have a pass. I can't do that. The only time I freaked out is remember when my car tire just disintegrated over by the Wendy's, and I had to like drive my car here on rims. That was the worst day ever. All right, let me tell you a little break. Eddie's <laughs> settled. Everything's settled. We'll continue with So You Want to Win yeah. In a bit, it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on! My NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off! So You Want to Winner. All right, let's get back to So You Want to Winner. Mm-hmm. We have some more contestants. Eddie uh, turned off my monitor. No, so I didn't do it. It turned it off yeah, itself. You did it. No, you did. I didn't no, touch it. it. No, did you backed touch up. It? Yeah, we we found, no, so bro, excited. I didn't touch that. We found someone louder than Moira. Hey. No, I'm serious. It happens to me at it, the Publix. Well, uh, yeah. Their like, monitors are shut off when I'm near them. I think it's my frequency. Eddie was telling us about an episode <laughs> yeah. at the Grateful Dead concert. Yes. Eddie was trying yeah. to do his macho thing, and I was trying to explain. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't anything macho no. about that, dude. <laughs> nope. Uh, you don't understand. He was Brujo. He cut in line. Jack, I want it to be known. If you're in line, and there's 20 guys Stop. in line, right. and you get in the back of the line, mm-hmm. and you're right about to walk into the bathroom, and you see a guy coming no. from a half a block away, and he's just literally coming towards you, and then gets in line right next to you, no. wouldn't you call that guy a cutter? And be like, dude, you just cut in line. But you let him in front of you. No, I didn't let him in front of me. I said, dude, you, you get in front of me. Joel did not want any part of this. Joel's a pacifist. Joel's a puss. No, he's not. Joel's cool. Look, I just, I... Here. Was look, like, look, dude, you're not, you're not, you can't you're not, Eddie, cut. You're a wonderful guy. You're a lovely guy. Yeah. You know, peace yeah. and love, namaste yeah. yeah. to you. But, he, but you, you, you lack a certain level of street smarts. <laughs> when you're dealing with somebody who's crazy, the yeah. only, de- hold on, the only way to deal with somebody like that is to be crazier. It's to double up your crazy. You got to double yeah, up the do. crazy. you do. Like, where you where you become like, more assertive, hey! where they finally yeah. understand that, dude, you're going to leave here. I'm going to take s- your nose off and stick it right up your ass. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just, bathed in tie dye. And, and then you start that. Yeah. <laughs> you just start making a weird face, yeah, Eddie. And just start like flailing growling. Your arms I used to growl when I was a goalie. Like, when you say, dude, you're just you know dude, you know what you are, exactly. dude. You're a cutter. A yeah, cutter is very. Oh, that's that's really like, going to work. I'm like, bro, you're cutting. Ask the guys behind you. And then he was. He just kept. It would no offense. He was speaking acid speak, which is where you talk really fast, you mumble, you're bringing about a third of the words out, and I'm like, listen, bro, I know you're a little older, and you can get in front of no. me, and that's when he was like, no, you're trying I'm not to raise getting in front it. of you. You say, your line is back there, Dude. in his face. You know, you have to yeah, be you assertive. Have to be you and you have to command him. You can't try and negotiate with him. Plus, you have group. You have, the, you have a group, you have a group, you have a group yep. that yeah. should come to your support. But they're, they're all happy, man. Everyone's happy, man. Oh, they're all high like, I'm not there, happy. You know. i got to pee like a camel. Dude, and this no guy is Right. Oh, there's right. the dudes that don't do the drugs that just drink a lot, and they're just like hammered, and they're screaming at you while you're at the urinal because they're like, there's 20 guys that are going to listen to me. Well, they're the ones you have to count on because they're the mean ones. <laughs> Go get the cutter, man. He tried to cut in front of you. Because it's security or whatever. Just... Hey, dude, he, tra- he tried to call me out. He was like, well, in 15 years, you won't even... Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, bro, in 15 years, I'm not going to be a dick like you. Oh, that's what's going to happen. That's when I finally... I unleashed the shackles, and I had to give him some extra love. <laughs> in the form of <laughs> right. semi-aggro voice. Eddie, you know, you're a wonderful guy, but you're not a tough <laughs> you're guy. You're not right? assertive. Uh-uh. <laughs> you just kind of no. giggled. 
All right, here we go. Let's uh, continue with So You Want to Win. Hold on. i got to find some uh, numbers here. Javier, ready to play? Hey, how you guys doing? All right, pretty good. Here we go. True or false? You have lifelines for this. True or false? People from New Jersey refer to the afterbirth or placenta as baby cakes. Is that true or false? Um, Baby cakes. Yeah. Those are... uh, Yeah, use a lifeline. What do you think, guys? (laughs) Dude, that's gross. Um, I don't think they're baby cakes, bro. Uh, I think that's something else. That's like a nickname for like a so what are you little, saying, Eddie? Bro, I'm going to say false. Uh, yeah, also false. All right, they're saying false. What do you want to do, Javier? Go with false, guys. That's your final end. Yeah, good, good, good. Round two. Here that's we gross. go. All right, and you are lucky as all get out because yours is a common bond. You have Khloe Kardashian, mm-hmm. Alicia Silverstone, mm-hmm. and then Kim Kardashian. Ooh. What do these three celebs have in common? It has to do actually with the question. Yeah, Prego Expo, you ought to know about this. Yeah, yeah. Chloe, Kim Kardashian, the two Kardashian sisters. Alicia Silverstone also is in this. Mm-hmm. What do they have in common, these girls? Probably a topic of discussion at Prego Expo. Maybe that they have businesses, but I no. know. No, 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 no. They're going to do something. They're all going to do the same thing. Oh, and, nice Are they going to uh, donate their eggs? Uh-uh. No. Are they going to be surrogate mothers for other people? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Are they getting pregnant? Uh, they're already all pregnant. Oh, sweet. Right. Uh, they're all going to try and give birth at the same time nope. via live t- mm. TV. Okay. Um, Refer you to your last uh, question. The last question really does f- feed into this. Oh, it really the, feeds into it. They're oh. going to have a cake that helps them decide what the sex of the no. baby no, is. No, they all eat the placenta. That's afterwards. your final end. There you go, yeah. That's Eskimo it. style. They either have or plan to eat the placenta or their afterbirth. It's um, full of nutrients and it's good for you. Jim, yeah, we've had just... more than one person text in Real Mobile 770 through one to ask if we could stun gun Eddie. Here we go. Uh, what? Javier, here we go to Brad's who said that. A quote, multiple choice. Uh, by the way, when a line becomes clear, just uh, put it on hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're going to run out of contestants. So okay. we might not have time for everybody. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. I don't like them. They are bad guys forever. Now, who said that? Sammy Hagar with Van Halen. Donald Trump or Tom Brady? I don't like them. They are bad guys forever. Sammy Hagar, Donald Trump, Tom Brady. You can use a lifeline. I'm gonna the last but it sounds like Donald. No, bro, I got your back on this one, G. All it's, right. It's Mr. Tom Brady telling his daughter like little bedtime stories about like some other team, and he's like, "No, they're the bad guys." Bam. All right, and he says, uh, "Tom Brady, what about you, Pinkman?" Sammy Hagar. All right, split decision: Sammy uh, Hagar uh, or Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. That's your final answer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. All right, there you go. Let nice. me take you a little know. break. Got about uh, four or five more contestants. Oof. We're going to try to rush through them so Eddie can get our chakras aligned today. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A rookie cop in Connecticut had his cop car stolen and the thief used the officer's credit card at Taco Bell. <laughs> Needless to say, the thief has been arrested. Yes. I'll have a quesadilla with a side of justice. Next, the African health minister is complaining that condoms made in China are too small. What kind of middle school joke of a news story is this? Finally, the Austrian court has ruled that citizens are allowed to swear or make obscene gestures at politicians. Those wiener schnitzels don't even know what's about to hit them. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission.
That's right, and you can download that iHeartRadio app right now on the App Store on your smartphone, and you get to take real radio with you wherever you go, in addition to all your favorite music. That all gets to go right along with you in the convenience of your phone that you keep in your pocket, I'm assuming. So go to the App Store and download our free iHeartRadio app today. Our wall is waiting for all your insights. Not fit for radio broadcast. Facebook slash Real Radio Orlando. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FD. And now back to the greatest game show ever. You want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah. So you want to win a... Three more contestants to go for So You Want to Win a... Here's Nick. You ready to play, Nick? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. True or false? True or false? The Canadian government has kept mum on persistent rumors that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is the love child of the late Cuban dictator Fidel Castro, leading to further speculation that is indeed true. Is that true or false? You have lifelines. Uh, let me get a lifeline. Justin Trudeau, the love child of the late Cuban dictator Fidel Castro. I'm going to say it's true. True. The Canadian uh, government... The Can- I'll, go, I'll, I'll go with, with the boys, I guess. The Canadian government has kept mum on persistent rumors that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is the love child of the late Cuban dictator Fidel Castro, leading to further speculation that it is indeed true. True or false? You're, re- um, you're, really, you're really deciding, have they kept quiet on this, or have they been outspoken on this? Okay, false then. False. Oh, yeah. That's your final answer. There you go. There right. was, was, was confusing right. the way job, it was yeah. Adding lifelines to round one, worst decision ever. There we go. Here's Mo. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. Brad's in the news. <laughs> Stories are ripped from the headlines, and let's move forward, shall we? Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, known as MBS, is like the leading rock star of the Middle East. Now, he's relaxing restrictions in the kingdom where concerts have been banned for 20 years along with music in restaurants and stores. Moreover, he's trying to introduce classic Western culture. I'll believe it when the fat lady sings. What's he up to now? Use your lifelines. Uh, Definitely lifeline on this one again. (laughs) Pinkman, is he adding opera? Duh, bro. That's your final answer? Yes, (laughs) he is. He is building the country's first opera house. Very nice. This is Brad's who said that. I'll give you a quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, our liberty depends on the freedom of the press, and that cannot be limited without being lost. Who said that? Thomas Jefferson, Walter Cronkite, James Comey. Now, this one I don't need a lifeline on. It's Thomas Jefferson. That's your final answer? Yes. No. That's James Comey. Oh, it was James Comey. Oh, Nick. Oh, he was come so on, confident, Nick. though. Oh, come on. I mean, even though he knew that. Even if you're that confident, use a lifeline. <laughs> Eddie knew that. Come on. Eddie didn't know that. Eddie didn't yeah. say he didn't. Here's Beth ready to play. Beth? <laughs> yep. Here we go, yeah. Beth. True or false, Beth? All right. Put the old-fashioned down. Here we go. Istanbul, not Constantinople, is the capital of the Republic of Turkey. Is that true or false? Now, wait a minute. Do that again. Istanbul, not Constantinople, is the capital of the Republic of Turkey. True or false? You have lifelines. Come on, boys. 
true. No, it's actually false because I learned this in seventh grade. Manny Rodriguez helped me. It's Ankara, as in your Aunt Kara lives in Turkey. We have Ankara. a split decision. Bam. You want to go true or false? True. You sure? False. What's That's is your it? final answer. Oh. There you go. False. It is false, and it is Ankara. Good job, Eddie. Very impressive. Very, very right? impressive. Here we go to round two. Here's Mo. Wow, Beth. Listen up. Dateline, Rio de Janeiro. Carnival had its share of headaches and hangovers with protesters, teachers, inmates, you name it, rioting everywhere. Brazilian police looking for criminals set up a sting and found a box on a farm in a rural area. When they opened it, they were set upon like Pandora's box, sending seven officers to the hospital. Next time, they'll be more careful. How were they injured? Um, box. boys, do y'all know? Box full of... I'm going to say it was a box full of bees. That's your final answer? There you go. Good yeah. job. And they were attacked 300 times one yeah. guy got stung. Damn. Yeah. That has some serious crime problems in Rio now. Oof. Serious. Here we go to Brad's Who Said That. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Uh, I can't believe how fast the time went. Who said that? Carol Burnett, Jim Phillips, Barack Obama. I can't believe how fast the time went. Carol Burnett, Jim Phillips, or Barack Obama? I want to say it's you, but it... Uh, yay, yay, yay. Um, Use a lifeline. Okay, lifelines. Well, i got to admit, Beth, I was a big Carol Burnett fan, so I think it's Carol Burnett. I, I know. I was thinking her, Jim. Yeah, what do you think, Pinkman? Could you read the quote once more? Quote, I can't believe how fast the time went. Carol Burnett, Jim Phillips, Barack Obama. Barack Obama. All right, split decision. Ah, jeez, all three of us. <laughs> Good Lord, I love you, Eddie. Thanks. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Carol Burnett, Jim Phillips, Barack Obama. Take me one out, Jim. You do it for everybody else. Oh, she wants some help. I can't believe how fast the time went. Carol Burnett, Jim Phillips, Barack Obama. You're not going to eliminate one? All right, I will eliminate one. Okay. It's not Barack Obama. Damn it. <laughs> I can't believe how fast the time went. I'm going to say I, I'm going with you, Jim. All right, there we go. That's your final answer? Yep. No, I'm no. sorry. It's oh, Carol Burnett. No, totally Carol Burnett. No. It exactly. was Carol Burnett. All right, last uh, player. Here's Bernardo. Bernardo, last player. Uh, you know how that works. Uh, just follow my lead. True or false? WrestleMania 33 brought $181.5 million into Central Florida. Is that true or false? Mm, it was a big event here in Orlando. Mm. Yeah. Oh, WrestleMania, Greg. Uh, WrestleMania, uh, brother. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, you got that right, brother. You drink your milk. Can I get a lifeline? Oh yeah, you got oh, lifelines, sure. Eddie. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jim. I'm gonna say they brought in 133 slam million gems. What? True. That's, true or false? That's true. You're saying true. true. That's your final answer. That's true. Good job. Round two. Here we go. All right. Here you go. Common bond for you. This is a short one. You'll be able to get this in no time flat. Atsushi Nakashima, mm -hmm. drones, and replica severed heads. What do these three things can, have in common? Yeah. Easy. Things you can find in Japan? Uh, no. No. You're not even right. right uh, Lifeline, nope. please. Lifeline, please. Uh, were they all things at the Olympics? 
Uh-uh. No, right. the wrong no. part of the world. What oh. was the second thing on the list? Drones. Drones. And the replica of severed heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Walking dead. Man. No. Oh, man. No, they were all in the same place, but that one... Uh, uh they were in another country. They, they were. were. Okay, uh, let's go, uh, Bulgaria. No. Uh, you're not too, too far. Uh, Iran. Not too far. You're getting further away. <laughs> Bulgaria. Uh, Madag- uh, uh we'll Pigman, get- you're worldly. Name some places near uh, Bulgaria. Well, it's sort of Europe, right? Belgium. Yeah, Europe. Yeah, no. Spain? Uh, too far uh, west. Italy! Yes. Correct. What's going on there? Oh, they're having civil unrest. No, and, uh, no, oh, no. Uh, they're having a campaign for an election. No. no. Well, they are, uh, but that's the wrong answer. Something Paris. about Mario. No. Dang it. <sighs> oh, my God. Uh, Italy, there are economic problems. No. Nope. Earthquakes. At Suchi Nakashima. Oh, yes. that's right. Uh, sh- the- it's a giveaway, Mo. I, I thought. What? I, I thought Famous so too. singers in no. Italy? Come on. No, I don't but know they're what are Italians arts. known for. It's in uh, the they're arts. made for their pasta Spaghetti. and their wine. Nah, uh, other no. than food and wine. Uh, their opera. Uh, their bicycles. Other than opera. Mustaches. No. Italian spaghetti. No. Food. Uh, uh, their clothing. Uh, what about their clothing? Uh, their clothing. What about their clothing? Oh, uh, they have new jerseys for their soccer teams. What? I'm just going to give it to oh, them. For Pete's sake. Oh, God, everybody knows about It's the Milan uh, fashion show. Sushi oh, Nakashima. Come on. Oh, sorry. Well, hello. <laughs> hello. Here's the quote. Final Jeez. round. Here's the quote. Tell me who said it. Quote, I'll try that in the bathroom later. If I can do it, I'll let you know. Who said that? Jennifer Lawrence? The news junkie or Conan O'Brien? I'll try that in the bathroom later. If I can do it, I'll let you know. Mm. Jennifer Ooh, Lawrence, the news I'm, junkie, I'm, Conan O'Brien. I'm leaning towards Jennifer Lawrence. I'm, I'm thinking a lifeline here, though. I I I'm gonna go with Conan O'Brien because he's really tall, and maybe he had to go to in a really small bathroom. I'm gonna go with the news junkie because he says weird things on accident all the time. Wow. Anyway, we can eliminate one, Jim, Mr. Phillips. Yes. It's um, it's it's not Jennifer Lawrence. Uh-huh. Oh. It's got to be Conan O'Brien. Lawrence. Conan well, O'Brien I'm, or the news truck. I'll try that in the bathroom later. If I can do it, I'll let you know. Let's go Conan O'Brien for the win. Uh, let's Ooh. not. Let's try again. Really? Let's not. Okay. <laughs> news junkie. Is that what you're going to go with then? That's your final answer? Yeah, yeah baby. I have to think about it. Good job there, son. Thank you for playing. So you'll want to win it. Once again, my children, it is time to let your yin meet your yang. Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. I give you Eddie the Shaman. Eddie, you got a good 10 minutes or so now. Dude, I'm so stoked. This is a magical time. Um, I will tell you, Jim, that it is absolutely beautiful out right now. As I was driving here, little sunbeams were just kind of dancing. You know, the breeze was kind of flowing. You know, like when we watch our palm trees and the breeze hits it and they kind of dance a little bit. And then you can see some are dancing and some are not. Well, as I was driving in, I was just, again, I was feeling about about just where am I in a car in on the planet? Yeah. But where am I in the grand scheme of things? Because, Jim, I got to tell you, every mm. now and then you got to go away from everything else. 
so you can kind of get some renewed clarity. And I will tell you, by going uh, going to the show on uh, Tuesday, which was delayed by a month, so that was kind what of fun, show? too. Nobody knows what you're oh, talking I about. I went and saw the Dead and Company uh, over here at the uh, Amway Arena. I'd seen the Grateful Dead many times in my younger That's years. That's just referred to as what? the Dead. Yes, they would also be known as the Dead. But what happened Why was Why can't after... they use the Grateful Dead? Did yeah. Jerry Garcia have, like, a copyright yeah, to that? Yeah, Jerry and Bob Weir met at the same time, and they first created the Warlocks and then became the Grateful Dead. So they were the two founding members, and and then once Jerry died, they were like, well, we don't want to keep going as the Grateful Dead because gotcha. it's disrespectful. All right, okay, all right. So they created the Dead and Company and, and offshoots, whether it's Bob Weir, Phil Esch and Friends, whatever. So the great thing is, is they still want to play the music. And it's one of those things, Jim, where you don't think you'll ever hear those songs played live again. So I was here having a great time. We're having a great time. So I thought about it and I thought about everything. And so I decided to meditate the next day. And this is what I came up with. Are you ready to go? Oh, sure. All right, because Jim, yeah. right now, I'm going to tell you now. When we're done, you will not be the same man that you are right now. So get a hold of yourself. I'll be older. Yes, you will. I love you. Thanks, George Harrison. Good comment. Brothers and sisters of love, are you ready? Let's go. Because now it is the time. We're heading back to the temple. But now the temple is the temple of harmonic convergence. Think about all the people on the planet. and Think about you on the planet. and Think about yourself and where you are on the planet. Well, right now, you don't have to go anywhere except... The Temple of Harmonic Convergence, where everyone gathers together under one roof in four walls with windows so they can become one. But think about this. As you enter, you're thinking, bless all that enter, the light that enter here. So as you enter the temple, the light enters you. And so now you are the light. Mm. So now think about this. Mm -hmm. As you see, we live by four words. Say them with me. Fairness generosity, uh -huh. modesty, and patience. Because remember what we talked about in the last 12, 15 years. Where are you during the day? Are you being modest? Are you being fair? Are you being generous? Are you being patient? Because that's why, even as you're traveling, think about what it is you're trying to accomplish. What am I doing? Am I bringing food to a friend? Generosity. Am I letting someone else go in front of me? Modesty and patience. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, Jim, we have to. We have to keep it fair. So as you are now feeling the positive energy and the love inside the Temple of Harmonic Convergence, I want you to feel that positive energy, and I want you to listen for messages from okay. beyond. So there I was, Jim. I was yeah. sitting in the temple, and all of a sudden, this little thought bubble starts floating, and it starts coming at me. It was kind of blue, and I was like, I'm here. Come on over. Come on over. And I kind of looked at it, and it came right over to me, and it said, embrace all the colors of the spectrum. Now, Jim... I do wear tie-dye a lot. You do. In which I do embrace all the colors of the spectrum. I like that shirt you have. Isn't this nice? It's this, very colorful. This was my souvenir, and it was made in the dashiki style, as you remember how we folded the two. <laughs> and it's got some fun little doodles on it, too, that I'll show you I like you it. Later. It's very colorful. I like that a lot. Well, Sorry. Jim, the beautiful thing, no, but that's the beautiful thing. You acknowledged the colors that I'm wearing. Yeah. And yet, the message was really, Jim, not only to acknowledge all the colors in the spectrum, but all the colors of human beings. Jim, we're all different colors. Man. That right. yeah. We're all different colors. It's just skin, man. That's what it was trying to say. It's just skin, man. So don't get caught up with the colors, but embrace all the colors. Why does you get older, your, thin, your skin gets thinner? I 50-50. Yeah, one, being in, in 
Orlando and in Florida, we've definitely, you know, become more in tune with the sun. So our heat resistance is accepted, but our cold resistance uh-huh. has dropped a lot. That's why we get that chilly. skin you can almost see through now. I don't yeah, like that at all. Skin. It's yeah. kind of like, dude, remember when you were in first grade and they gave you Elmer's glue paste and you put it on the back of your hand so you could make old man skin? Now I look at my hands when I'm driving and I'm like, wow, it's really yeah. happening, I man. get up in the morning and I turn the light on. It's like... Oh Who my is that? God, yeah. I have my mother's skin. <laughs> Dude, you know what, man? Because the good thing is, Jim, is believe it or not, your mom passed down certain things to you. So the message that came from the next one, it was kind of like a little yellow kind of thing. And yeah. it floated over to us and it said, hey, man, you got to pass the chi and pass the prana to another to share. That's why, you know, Jim. When you're in certain concert settings, you know some people want to pass the chi over to you oh, they sure or pass do. you the prana. Excellent. And you either you either accept graciously and pass it on or you decline graciously and say not right now. But that's the thing you got to remember to pass that chi, pass that prana Jim. Did you know that pure bliss is achievable, Jim? Uh-oh. It really is. Uh, something to strive for, yes. It really is because when you think about it, Jim, Pure bliss is total oneness with all things. And right now, as you're sitting in but your chair. But would bliss be pure anyway? I don't know if you can qualify bliss. It's either bliss or no bliss. Very good. Very good. You know why, Jim? Because nothing is pure. There is nothing pure. Jack knows this. Because, Jack, remember what Ivy Soap used to say it was? Ivory Soap said it was 100% pure. No. And were they allowed to say that? No. No. So what did they change it to? Close. 99.9%. Pure, yeah. because nothing is pure, just like Jim taught us. Wabi sabi, nothing is permanent. Some bug That's parts right. in there. So now, think about this, Jim. <laughs> think about this. Okay. If you reflect this, these are the things you can reflect. Love in my heart, love to all, I am love. Ooh, Jim, you have love get... in your heart. Yeah. You give love to all, mm. so you are love. Okay. Try this one. Peace from me. Yeah, this might work. Okay. Peace from me. Yeah, yeah. Peace from me. Peace to you. Peace to you. I am peace. I am. I am peace. That is. I'm working on this. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. All right. Jim, what I need you to start listening for is I want you to listen for the tone of happiness. Oh, here we go again. Do you know what the tone of happiness is? I have not a clue. <gasps> it's you too, Jim. Jim, when Catherine laughs, doesn't it bring you to a whole other place? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, sometimes, okay. yes. Jim, if I say the word Catherine, isn't Catherine love? Oh, yeah, then true. That's that's Jim, absolutely true. the yes. strongest love that ever loved, right? Well, yeah. Yes, <laughs> because right well, now. It's not very convincing, kind of, kind of I have to tell you. Too, you that's okay. And that's, Jim, that's okay, because you know something? If you let go of yourself and you forget yourself, then you have no chi. You have no peace. You have nothing to give to anyone else. I have a lot of love for myself, but I don't think that's a big surprise to anybody. I'm the one who practices the most self-love. But let, hey, let watch go. Hey, 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 Bye. See it fading, Jim? Okay. There okay. it goes. Yeah, later, man. And most importantly, Jim, as I did at the concert, I released tears of joy and wonder. I was sobbing, Jim, at one of the songs because oh. it was a parallel of my life. Yeah. And yet, I made it out, Jim. And I was standing there as a testament, hearing the song, so brothers and sisters of love, think about this. Breathe the peace. Extend your soul. Allow others in to experience your uniqueness. Be unafraid. Jim, be un. Afraid. Just or un. just be un. Why not? Everyone's so one. Why not be un? And most importantly, Jim, 
I want you to feel your heartbeat with the universe. I am. Because right okay. now, our heartbeats are beating at the same time. It sure time. are. They are. Oh, but remember what the ant taught us. What did the ant teach us? Bro, you got to be patient, man. You got to honor the present moment. Present moment. Are you honoring it? Sure. Pinkman's not even looking. Yeah, huh? But Jim... Let's find the joy in the now. Let's man. do it. Let's are, you it. Yeah, uh, are you ready now? Are you ready now? So, are you ready now? I am because ready. brothers and sisters of love, remember what the ants said. What? Find your inner chi. Release the prana. And remember three things. What? Peace, love, and the Phillips file. Jim, this one's for you. Okay. Blissful Shaka. Thank you for partaking in the cleansing of your soul. <laughs> this is just one step in your journey toward inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. Mm. And wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. I got the bliss, baby. <laughs> yeah, you do. I own the moon, bitch. All right, oh. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Good luck to the Orlando City Lions oh, uh, this weekend. Opening, opening, hoping, for, of course, for a victory in their opening uh, match. We're going to get out of here. Um, Jim Colbert tomorrow between 3 and 7 on Real Radio. I'm back on Monday at 3 right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and C-Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tonight, eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care. Still thinking about it? Still time to join us a little over an hour from now. Monsters Comedian of the Year competition kicks off.